0: This episode of Star Trek The Next Conversation is brought to you by the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum in Hollywood, California. Guys, I know. I know you know about it because I can't stop talking about it. They are one and only sponsor. They are the greatest place in Los Angeles. It's the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum and Auditorium in Hollywood, California at Hollywood and Highland. It's the Crossroads of Entertainment. If you're ever in the Los Angeles area and you are bored, looking for something to do Quite frankly, you could do a lot worse than heading over to the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. And guess what? After 5.30 p.m., you can get, buy one, get one free entry just by mentioning this podcast. That's right. You mention Star Trek The Next Conversation, and you will be allowed into the wonders of the auditorium. There's so many things in there that you can either choose to believe or not. That's the beauty of it. It's a free country, and it's a free person to go in with you. It's a buy one, get one free. After 5.30 p.m., $20, we'll get two people in. It's a whole evening of activity, you guys. And then afterwards, why don't you walk on over to Mickey D's? It's very close to McDonald's, Andy. (laughs) I like McDonald's. Yeah, he does. But they're not sponsoring us. The Ripley's, believe it or not, museum and auditorium in Hollywood, California is. telling Matt and Andy sent you for buy one, get one free after 5.30 p.m believe it or not the McRib is back We're recording now, Andy. Welcome to Star Trek The Next Conversation. My name is Matt. I am Andy. Oh, you are Andy. I really am. I hope that you know that we all appreciate you, Andy. Is that true? Well, I think the listeners do. Yes.
1: It's interesting you use
0: the, uh, the royal we when you weren't even included in the we. <laughs> well, I think that my we've defined our roles here, right? I'm the grumpy... Uh, uh, what what did they say? Bull- nerd bully. That's sure. what they call me sometimes. Yeah. And uh, you're the uh, whimsical, uh, fun guy. That's right. Who is uh, always in a good mood. It's, it's really me. <laughs> <laughs> I think they nailed me. Oh, boy. <laughs> Guys, if you only knew the real Andy, you'd go, well, that tracks. Uh,. There's so much to discuss, Andy. We have been blowing up left and right, and uh, people have been contacting us, coming out of the woodwork to sing our praises. Just kidding. Uh, To either tell us we got something wrong or right. It's true. My question to you, Andy, is how would people get a hold of us? Um, Oh, wait. Did you decide? You thought this... I feel like uh, this still feel like this should go at the end of the hails, but it doesn't matter. At the end of the hails, we'll tell you how to get a hold of us. (laughs) Uh,
1: it can it, We can handle it Any way you
0: want I don't this know This is I'm asking I think, you
1: I think what's Here's proven, the problem
0: We did it last week Is that this and is And ha- that hasn't gone up yet So we don't an, know
1: How people have reacted It's true This is an ever evolving podcast To the point
0: That it never It never It never, it never Settles into uh, Anything except chaos We're never gonna chaos. be done We're never gonna be done That's right We are uh, Constantly growing And learning as people And as podcasters
1: Let me ask you this yeah. We have this We have sort of a uh, uh, we uh, we don't really do this on the podcast, but a lot of stuff happened last week in the Star Trek world. Where? Well, what with announcements? What, what announcements? Of new sh- possible shows.
0: Yeah, okay, so we're gonna talk about announcements of possible things that might happen. It's Star Trek news. Why are you talking about Star Trek news? I can't believe You don't like my news thing like
1: this. It's just this is why they say you're a nerd, Billy.
0: I'm on a nerd time for Star Trek news. Um, Look, guys, here's the deal. We've had so much Star Trek news that has not come to fruition that I just don't like getting burned by reading Star Trek internet speculation. I don't know what to tell you. I just was raising the question. If you don't want to discuss it, we don't have to discuss it. But I would say I found a
1: lot of those things interesting. I would go and look at your Twitter because you're not going to get that information here. Go and look at my Twitter? Not your Twitter. Just the general Twitter. I'm off Twitter. Your individual Twitters. I know you are. So
0: I don't know what's happening over there. Look, I hear a lot of murmurs about uh, Sir Patrick doing some Patricky things, possibly stepping back into the role of uh, Dr. Von uh, Helsing. Uh, it's yeah, I'm familiar it's, with no, his character. That's, that's what it's called, right? No, it's it's kind no, no, We do sure. a show Wait, every week what? on it. Yeah, oh, my God. That like Patrick Stewart? That yeah. Oh, wow.
1: Unless he's coming back as Xavier, which I would also welcome.
0: Yeah. Uh... Look, there's rumblings, according to the Hollywood Reporter of a Star Trek series featuring Patrick Stewart reprising his role uh, as Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Uh, Come on! Sources say Kurtzman, uh, Akiva Goldsman, uh, are attached to the Stewart-led reboot. I don't know that any deal is in place, but that is some exciting news for the fans to get fervent about. I would wonder what era that would take place. Is it after the Dominion War? Is its it... Is it how far after the end of TNG as we knew it is it Uh, a lot of questions would be in place if that thing were to happen Uh, CBS Television Studios has declined to confirm the uh, project Uh, they're also going to do another animated one The deal is far from complete and may not happen uh, and then we have more. Oh, a... I'm just reading the... I'm this reading. Is, I'm literally exactly. reading the news. I know, but
1: you're stressing that the deal isn't done. And this is, this is my entire experience with him, folks. Is anytime anything good happens, like, Matt will jump <laughs> in and...
0: What do you want me to do? <laughs> We're going to jump in and what?
1: <laughs> you'll jump in and, and say, you know what? I don't, I don't think this is going to happen. Why
0: this isn't... You know, you'll... Guys, I just like to read all the facts. You know, I just want to be... I want things cited from three different sources before I run around saying, here's a fact... Look, we all know about Patrick the two of us. Stewart is going to beam into our living rooms once again.
1: Andy's the that's optimist. Not a, that's not a. Andy's the perpetual just buoyant optimist. <laughs> and- he's, a perpet- he, he's a perpetual boy. Well, that's true. Just like a child. I can't dispute that. Um, Matthew, yes. Would you have them watch this episode?
0: Yeah, I mean it's a. Integral to your love affair with uh, Worf, so sure. Ah, uh, okay. There but, you go. I mean, honestly, here's the deal Yeah. as a human being. Okay. I find Klingon episodes often to be the most tedious of episodes. I
1: understand you, whereas I find them to be, generally speaking... Delightful, yeah. And you'll have to see what I say about this one. Oh well, I think I see what you're saying. It's a, it's a, it's like a teaser, like in a reality show,
0: where it's just like,
1: what's gonna happen? Is Andy gonna hate this? Or maybe
0: you don't care, which I is think, also very reasonable. I think that everyone here cares, Andy. We all uh, care about you. Oh, thanks, Matt. They all care about you. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry, I, it. I royal weeded <laughs> again. No, I get it. <laughs> uh, I love being a bully. It's Do so much. No, I don't. Yeah. I hate that. I'm so sad there's that people think that you.
1: about me. Um, I may have a hail that addresses it that
0: makes you feel a little better. I don't I don't want to hear a hail if it's going to make me sad. I'd, I don't know. I wouldn't
1: read a hail that <laughs> made you sad. That's not true. <laughs> that isn't true. That's not true at all. <laughs> I would read a hail that I felt was Boy, I feel me like, defending myself. I feel like the engines are a little low
0: today. <laughs> you, better, okay. you better Odyssey, ask Jordy what's like, going okay. on. I better get down to engineering for surprise inspection. Yeah. Uh, You were going to. What were we doing? We're ready to go into the Admiral's Club anytime
1: you want to open those doors.
0: Uh, Why is it that I never remember that that's literally the first thing we always do? I have offered you that I can put them. On but this. what? Where? I, I can take it as a sound effect and put it in front of what me. What do you mean sound effect? We're on board a ship. You are the worst improviser I've ever met, Andy. <laughs> well, that has been said before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, here is the deal. We're gonna head right into the admiral's. We're just, just in the hallway. I just sent someone into shock. Just like, wait a minute,
1: <laughs> they're not really on the Enterprise. Wow. Ah.
0: <laughs> yes, we are. A lot Andy's of people kidding. have theorized that Andy Andy we're on the holodeck. Is we're on the holodeck on board the Enterprise. Well,
1: they I think that people have people have suggested that maybe yeah. we go right to the holodeck after we leave the Admiral's Club. And that's where we're doing the podcast from, and that's why it looks like your apartment or your, your home. I call it an apartment
0: because, <laughs> because of my New York City programming. <laughs> <laughs> uh you know what? Let's test this theory by entering the Admiral's Club. All right. Could I Review and
1: join the Club. For those of you who have had trouble understanding those lyrics, uh, people have trouble on so many of the songs. That's uh, go to iTunes, leave a five-star review, and join the Admirals Club. And that's what you gotta do. <laughs> so true. It's so true. It's here just the are words to the song. It's really, it really says it right there. But I asked Matt to explain it anyway because people don't uh, understand the uh, lyrics that well for some reason. Uh, from the real movie. He says, Andrew carries the show. Oh, well, this one wasn't meant to make you feel better. We'll have a hail coming up. Andy's podcast is so good. I love his innocence and humor. Wow, I'm really glad that I didn't stick to my, my perspective and I never read anything to make you feel bad. Well, often in- interrupted by his board operator, Matt, with ill-timed His board
0: operator, <laughs> see it's sarcasm.
1: Uh, He's saying you're the best.
0: No, he doesn't mean that, but I do like yeah, call the Yeah, He does board
1: with ill-timed and often the wrong sound effects. Andy works through it like a professional, <laughs> never really letting Matt's amateur skills hold him back. Really looking forward to the Battlestar Galactica spin-off podcast. Um, and uh, the next one is this week in podcasting: Adorkable train wrecks um, by Captain M.D. Kirk. Hmm, wonder what the MD is for he's a medical doctor <laughs> <I see. laughs> he's both the captain oh hang on and, honey hey it's Dory, Dory's home a little
0: hang on, don't, don't, don't do that Bo's
1: on the loose a little uh, guest appearance from Matt and Dory's excellent adventure Dory Shiffreer. Uh Matt just walked out of the room and is doing something to prevent I think, uh, I think Bo from running away um, there was a, there was a scary moment when I opened the door and Bo ran out with excitement to say hello to me, and then uh, and almost uh, got away. And then I called him back, and he came to me because I'm pretty good with animals, guys. I'm good with animals. Um, I'm good with people. I think you all know that. Um, you know what? I'm going to read this uh, this admiral's club entry. We'll save that much time for you guys. Captain M.D. Kirk says, Well, I know I'm not supposed to let them promote me to an admiral, but I have to give it to Matt and Andy for this lovably slapstick Star Trek experience. Even though their attempts at navigating a soundboard are as uncoordinated as season one's extra helm commands, their practical experience from the writer's room allows for some great insights and exploration of how TNG was made in its own time. If you'd like to hear two great friends banter about a 30-year-old sci-fi show... I'm kind of stumbled over that you'd be hard-pressed to find a less polished yet enjoyable podcast and then parentheses time magazine declined to comment um and that folks is the uh, admiral's club and uh we have no unified federation of planets president circle entries this week uh so matt if you would just i can't believe us- you did that all on your own i know what were there more that made me sad no, the next one was uh, just nice about both of us. Oh, that's really sweet. Um, and we're out of the Admiral's Club.
2: And that was the Admiral's Club.
0: But and now Andy is really losing it, guys. We're into the nails. As hills. all of us know, there are more than You're one door to the Admiral's Club. No, there's only one to the Admiral's Club. No, we have so many doors inside oh, of this club. Oh, I see. I'm going to keep hitting this button. Oh no, I entered the president circle.
1: What it was that made me think he would actually let us get out of here. I,
0: you <laughs> yeah, know, I, I just wanted to come in trouble. here and make sure that there were no new people in this lovely uh, establishment that we have. And uh looks like you're right. No one has sent any donations. So they, they haven't. I guess i It's pretty quiet in here. Head today. out. Whew.
1: Man. Are we in Do you the think it's building? us? Or are we
0: just not good anymore? Could be. People just don't want to. I think
1: it's more that we recorded. Maybe they're
0: saving their their pennies. Oh, they could for be the Patreon. That's right. Which that's pretty wise, guys. Theoretically. Guys, it it be might up. be up. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know.
1: We don't know. Because uh, we had a discussion before the podcast, and we feel like eh, it's a
0: bad idea. Is that no, I just know. Nope. Okay. I just, that's, you right. understand. You know what? There's five doors in here. Right. And I just you walk close to any of them, they're going to open. I get so disoriented in here, I don't even know if we're in the Admirals Club no, we or are. not anymore. We are. And don't forget, there's this door. that's like a side door. It's like this one. I always wondered what's behind here. Yeah. Uh, this is the uh, Guinan's janitor's closet. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, wow, that's a lot of hats.
1: She, well, yeah, she's she's got a million. Do <laughs> you she, she wonder if she sells any hats
0: to like in an Etsy store? Yeah, or like uh, just like at Ten Forward. So, like, let's say I'm like, oh, Gyna, could I get a Sumerian sunrise? And yeah, she's like, of course. What would you care for you like a hat? <laughs> would you care for a hat? <laughs> and then
1: she opens a you know a portion of the of the bar, and some hats pop up a, a display case with oh, a bunch wow. of hats. Wow, these up. are
0: beautiful. Yeah, thank you. I'm not actually interested in any sort of uh, you know. You might want to just put the hats away. Okay, thank you. All <laughs> so right. So anyway, do. okay, we're out of the Admiral's
2: Club. And that was the Club. Captain Captain, we are being hailed
1: um so uh here's the here's the nice email. I guess it has a little bit of niceness for both of us, or maybe it doesn't. I don't know you you decide Friendship dynamic I'm from, gonna decide <clears throat> from Tim or soggy left foot um. Uh, He says, I found this podcast after you guys had done about 10 episodes or so and have been with it ever since. I went back to the beginning and saw how it developed and always noted you and Matt's interactions. I just want to say that uh, people need to stop commenting on seemingly negative aspects Of your relationship, like (laughs) saying that he's bullying you. I have a friend who has been in my life for about twenty years. Let me tell you that people think I am way too hard on him, but trust me, he deserves it.
3: (laughs) Um,
1: And I think think you might share similar characteristics with my friend Andy. I'm sure that you are a handful outside the podcast, Um, and he's not around, uh, (laughs) and uh, are probably uh, a little annoying in big amounts. (laughs) <laughs> um, which is a, uh, I guess that's an accurate way of describing. I right? think <laughs> <laughs> you may have a big heart, but I think there's a darkness lurking within you. It's the emotional ones with charisma and creativity that do great or terrible things. Let me know if you want to start the Secunda cult. You kind of t- took a hard turn at the end wait, of the podcast. Wait a second,
0: this person is yeah. under the impression that you are a creative person with a heart of gold. What?
1: No, he's saying I have a dark heart, and that's what leads to my charisma and
0: creativity. <laughs> Oh, my God. There's a darkness lurking in you. You guys you. need to understand the word charisma <laughs> and when to use it. <laughs> when discussing Mr. I got Sikon. plenty of charisma. Oh, boy. Is that right, Dory?
1: <laughs> we almost I killed the dog. What? I didn't almost kill your dog.
0: I saved the dog. You're focusing on the wrong part of the story. That is true. Andy did save Bo. <laughs> See, this is the kind of way. Bo back into his arms.
1: I called him back, and he came to me.
0: That's true. Lee, Andy wanted to make an Instagram video of some sort.
1: I wanted to give to our fans.
0: Just give yeah, back just a little bit. I wanted to give back to the fans, Dory. And Look, if that costs Bo his life, so be it. Our fans are important. I will also say, virtually every other single time
1: I've come to this door, Matt has yanked on, uh, on uh, Bo's uh, collar. When he's
0: uh, trying, yeah, to to hold him, and I didn't this time, and that was kind of so. It was a, you know, I
1: take half
0: responsibility. I will give him three quarters responsibility, (laughs) and I will take one quarter responsibility. Mostly because I asked Andy to come in. Yeah, but I didn't open the door. Hang on, I asked him to come in twice because I. This is that fair? Bo is sitting outside right there. This is unreasonable. I was like, if you just come in now, no problem. You are. But guess what? He didn't do. He didn't come in. So I will take one quarter of the blame. Andy will take three quarters of my butt. But I will give Andy 100% of the heroics.
1: Uh, the driveway. I give myself ten Andys.
0: Uh, well, no. I, let me finish. <laughs> let me finish, Bo. Uh, Bo. I'm going to buy ten of those guys. That Andy, guy gets, Andy, Andy gets 100% of the credit for retrieving Bo.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, good.
0: Okay. So I lose three, so I lose Three quarters. quarters. So you get to, He's a quarter of a hero
1: I'll, I'll take that That's a quarter more Than I usually get It's like
0: get. a guy uh, It's like an arsonist Burning a four story building <laughs> And then saving a child And then putting out that fire Before it got to the top floor <laughs> That that's not an equitable comparison. <laughs> Same anyway, I mean if you guys out there think that this guy who almost destroyed Bo's life is charismatic, <laughs> well then quite frankly, I that is saved on you. Him. Uh I didn't, I didn't look, Bo likes Andy a lot. And thank God he does, because Bo uh, came waltzing back into Andy's life. I could tell him thinking about it, because he, he was ready to bolt. And then I went, Bo, Bo,
1: come on back, boy. Come on back, boy. And he kind of looked at me, and then he looked at the open road, and he definitely gave it a long moment of thought. And he was like,
0: nah, right. <laughs> that, uh, that is like the reverse of uh, what uh, the ladies did with Andy. They just take that open road. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Well, well, I could come back to Andy. See, or I could take this a, open road. What does that mean?
1: Not a nerd bully, but a friend bully. <laughs> a That's friend what he bully. is.
0: Anyway, Look, uh let's hear what some I think of our there's a lot of people to blame here. Uh-huh. And it's mostly you. What? Is, uh, Regarding Bo, yes. Happen- With me? Yes. This is ridiculous. I'm a hero. I'm a quarter hero. <laughs> 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 I want a quarter of a hero award. Well, if you're in a net positive of a,
1: of a hero's. I want, what's the biggest award that they give out on Star Trek?
0: The big, I guess it's the Pike Medal for Valor. All right, give me a quarter of a Pike Medal for Valor. <laughs> Is that the biggest award? Someone's going to write in and tell us. They sure are. I don't know. Could be, could not be. Anyway, Andy. Do you want to hear hell? hail?
1: The hells, the channels have been open. They're just sitting there. We're talking out to the universe. Swear to God, I thought we were already done with the hails. Yeah, because you've <laughs> fucking eaten up all of our time. I apologize for the cussing. Oh, with I children. did it last week and I'm bad. I'm sorry, everybody. Can't control it. Anyway, uh, here's a voice hail. And here we go. Mm-hmm.
4: Hey, guys. i from Brisbane again. Look, I just wanted to make a point to Secunda. Mate. <laughs>
1: Yeah, this guy, is uh, he's also unhappy with me this week, and it has to do with the Instagram.
4: Honestly, going fucking Instagram in order of the episodes, you're insane. It's insane. Totally on board with Matt this time. You've gone too far, Secunda. I'm all a fan of you being shite, as you know. Making a shit effort on the podcast is, is my favorite thing, but we're beyond shit, mate. This is ridiculous. This is crazy. This is lunacy. Wait, I'm going to fucking wait. 66 weeks to get a joke that I heard 66 weeks
0: ago what are you thinking Secunda dude listen
4: to Matt <laughs> that's so sort it out. he didn't put even put the shit up on Instagram we want to see it now
0: exactly Rich Vegas
4: Batman
0: out uh, that is a weird because did, we didn't put out the episode from last week where, oh, I, believe, he but, Were where I believe I got
1: me? on you about that that's right and uh, you know what Damien um Damien you get suggestion suggestion received and suggestion overruled <laughs> we're going in order this i don't want to tell qu- you guys i don't understand why you're doing this because Many people are going but to why tune in, you... and then they're going to want to go to the Instagram, and they're not going to want to sort out what's what and, and avoid spoilers. They're going to want to go in order of uh, Star Trek TNG. I think it's a terrible and idea. And I'm giving it to I them. I hear you. think it's a genuinely bad I idea. Hear you. But there's one corner of like, this, you're not, like, engaging this the audience. starship that I'm in charge of. And you're it's not the engaging Instagram. the audience correctly. <laughs> I am. I've, I'm, I'm the one who is engaging them. I see what they're saying. They're, they're delighted. I'm on the face group all the time.
0: That's the face group. That's not Instagram. I think the face group is more important. Well, Instagram, you seen. can just willy-nilly click follow, and Look, then you I'm see Look, I'm not everything. saying
1: the face group isn't important. Well,
0: but, guys, uh, I'm, I tried, guys. I'm sorry. Everyone out did. there who follows our Instagram page, I apologize for its... Uh, Look, there are various uh, What episode are you up to right now on the Instagram page? and <clears throat> <Make> it now? <laughs> You're in the first season
1: <laughs> Look, still? Look, I've been very thorough. I'm not even in the first season. I'm in the, the second episode. <laughs> been very thorough. And i got to tell you, people have been sending in stuff like Wildfire. By the way, all this talk that is you're about, never going to post. All this talk... That's not true. I'm posting it as we go.
0: I've already posted a You literally could die before any of that stuff
1: goes on. Well, out. that I can't help. And he is correct. The way I eat, I may die at any day.
0: Um, you but... Be, uh,
1: did you just... Slip up and say you may diet any day. <laughs> I did accidentally say that I may take care of myself. Yeah, that is definitely not true folks I hate to tell you. Um, but um, anyway, our Instagram and our Twitter is the same thing, which is at Star Trek TNC. so please uh, join both. No uh, uh, you choose uh, you, one.
0: Which one? <laughs> Which one are they
1: going to choose? I would say choose the Instagram. you got to choose anything. But I would say choose both. I, I disagree with him. Um, Matt. Yeah. Here's a, here's another voice ale. Um,
0: and I think we're all going to... Star Trek TNC is the name of the pod, the uh, both, 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 the Instagram uh, and yeah, yeah, I got them both.
1: Star Trek, at Star Trek TNC is both our here's Twitter. The,
0: here's my question. Okay. Okay. Here we go. What? I have to Okay so Andy Let yeah. me just Just for the record uh-huh. Our first post Yes Was March 30th 2017
3: <laughs> Yes I let it lay Delinquent.
0: That was 50 time. 60 60 some odd weeks ago Okay Uh Lo and behold We've done Now 66 episodes Of the show Uh huh Ish If my numbering is off So that has to get fixed Obviously Right Um and and we are now finally posting stuff uh that we talked about right in april of 2017 that's correct why is our instagram one year behind
1: um you know there's clearly a temporal rift out of uh, control.
0: This is crazy. And Guinan
1: okay. would be telling
0: us, "Yes, I, at what, this I, is all here's wrong." Here is my follow up question: to That at what rate is the stuff coming in? It is are the suggestions and stuff are coming in? Posts are the that you are going to do the coming
1: in? Art and whatever. Uh, most of it's just me, so I am just making the clips myself. But I will say, you are making those clips. But not all of them. Some of them are things like the, somebody sent us a, a beautiful super I was just going to give him a full reprieve. Some people sent us I art. I didn't
0: realize he was making these things. Oh, yeah. You're making these things.
1: I'm making at least... Uh, good To go back to your ratio, seventy five percent of them. I'm in this case. I'm seventy five
0: percent a hero. Everybody, I got to take that back. Oh wow! I didn't know he was making these things. I thought. Here's what I pictured: you had been sent things for nearly every episode we've done. Oh no! This no, is what I thought, and no. I thought you were just parsing it out like a lunatic. Oh no! That no,
1: I'm not that crazy. Oh, no, that's God. insane. If it, all I had to do was post it, then I would do it. The reason it's been
0: held up is because it's like you. I you know I don't have time, and I've. But been... now you're like. uh here's the other problem now. You've given, you've, you've put a lot of effort into this. Okay. And now you're going to have to continue to keep up this effort. I, I, you've, you've, you've shot yourself in the foot with a type two face. I'm
1: willing to make,
0: <laughs> I'm willing to make that sacrifice for our, our loyal crew. Yeah. But here's my worry Uh huh. next year when we're doing like, Season five, episode six of TNG. It'll be like here's here's I mean, my like feeling. Andy.
1: What I've thought of that. I've thought of that. Here's my feeling. Right now, there's so much material that I'm inspired to put up, and our our fans are inspired to come up with material off of because they're all that
0: those ridiculous first episodes.
1: Here's what I. And I think do. eventually we're going to get to a point. where There'll I be a to, couple of things for I each day. I think I need
0: to start a rival. Star Trek TNC Instagram page. <laughs> so irritating that is timely and weekly <laughs> because like we do a lot of like I w- when are we ever gonna see the aftermath of Lieutenant Pranksman?
1: The uh, you, your only character you're looking to, to defend your only character. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's how, the most recent character I could think of. The, uh-huh, uh-huh. In fairness. No investment in it. <laughs> also, like, we have a lot of characters that sure. we both create. That's true, but you didn't mention any of the other ones. <laughs> you because mentioned. I was saying how long, because the last episode that these people have heard anyway, is Yesterday's
1: edit. Anyway, how are those things going up, anyway? Those are those are sound bites.
0: How are what? No, no, no. I'm like, say, you. I would... Put, what is it you're going to put up on an Instagram? I would take a, a picture of fucking Frakes laying down. Again, I swore and I apologize sorry. I would take a picture of Franks with a saw blade in his head, surrounded by tiny rocks, and I would write the caption "Lieutenant Pranksman strikes again." Uh-huh. And it, people who have heard the episode will right. enjoy it, uh-huh. and they'll like it. Uh huh. It's just like, I hey think guys, this is we're all in a fun community,
1: and I think remember
0: I'm- that funny thing we did this week. Here's this dumb caption. That's all. Right. I mean. Uh, we're gonna get there, well, what I and we're gonna be so happy when we get there. This must not. <laughs> this must have just driven everyone away.
1: I feel by like the way, not not has it only not only has it not driven people away, but it was after I started making these clips and and putting these things up that that everybody started to pitch in and send stuff. So they're delighted. <sighs>
0: I, we need to divide this up.
4: One, two, three, Andy's a man. His theories are very interesting because he's really smart. Shakira! See? <laughs> well, was, that
0: just a, was that just a voice hail? It was a voice hail.
1: And it was a delightful voice hail. And my theory is people are delighted. By you? Well, by the what I'm doing with the Instagram.
0: <laughs> Guys, you have just... Here's the deal. I would like you each to meet us in real life. <laughs>
1: And determine which determine one of us is who the you're most delightful. delighted by.
0: <laughs>
1: I have a feeling you're going to be sadly disappointed on both counts, my friends. <laughs> oh my God! Um, let's ask
0: Frakes. Let's ask
1: Frakes.
0: Should we ask Frakes? No, I don't who want to he ask Frakes no, because
1: he clear. <laughs> there's no question from our last. I mean, uh, he's just a person. What, what do I'm we just land on? Fra- not Frakes' takes. Um, no, it's ask Frakes. Frakes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I, that's a question I don't want to ask Frakes because there's no question <laughs> he prefers Matt. He. Uh, he 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 took an instant
0: uh, dislike. It's too strong. Uh, uh, no, he. It, you know, I've talked to him since. He has not developed a palate for Andrew. Spica. No, I've
1: talked to him since. He enjoyed you. Did he? Yes. I think that's just because he's a delightful person. But he's here's what I can't wrap my head around about another human. I being.
0: cannot wrap my head around. Okay. This audience. Yeah. Thinking that you are the most charismatic human being on the planet <laughs> I
1: don't think that you're you're That's, blowing that out of proportion this is what I cannot get he my head around didn't say
0: that I was the most
1: charismatic Look, human being on the planet he just said I was considerably charismatic and I gotta say, I think he makes a
0: valid point. You, I just want the audience to understand. You know, I've done previous podcasts where people don't get to know the personalities off the air, (laughs) and they uh, find out later that they should not have loved the audience, the uh, personalities as much, or oh, maybe this guy's the jerk, and like oh, whatever. Uh, Guys, here's the deal: Andy and I both have our. Moments uh-huh. of uh, you're offended that
1: you're not considered the charismatic one on
0: this podcast. No, no, no. I, I feel like that's what's going what I, on here. I don't but, think either of us should be the charismatic one. <laughs> well, I don't dispute that, but uh, I feel like you know I minimally. Andy genuinely has driven me to the near to near psychotic breaks, <laughs> and so have you. Come no, on. I'm just saying, Let's be like you've driven me to therapy. It is astonishing sessions. that we have gotten sixty-some
1: episodes of this thing done. Well, it's without, without d- killing each we
0: other. We do it, and we, we do it for uh, all of our face groups. That's true. For all of our
1: face groups. Matt's standard defense. You've been listening to Matt's standard Was defense. Was that a standard defense of what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess we need another one for Matt's standard attack. <laughs> um, whatever the case, here's another guy uh, that seems to have another concern about me. <laughs> Hey, guys, it's Ryan from New Bedford, Massachusetts again. Ryan, so, from your home country. We actually do get some sort of idea about the fate of the Enterprise C from a certain empress. Don't
4: want
5: to get too spoilery. Also, the most toys is coming up. Don't ruin that one for me, Andy. It's a beautiful story about friendship. Friendship, Andy. <laughs>
1: guys. He seems to have some opinions about me and friendship.
0: (laughs) That's what the most toys is about to him, Ryan. That's interesting. Oh, is it it. not?
1: I I wouldn't even know. I like it. Um, And on the um, on the idea of uh, of you, you know, just being a swell guy and helping everything, and uh, me ruining things. um, Nacho Lopez Echeverria. Wrote into us That name's very familiar I know, that's because Rene Echeverria
0: Wrote uh, no, Last week's episode No, but the Nacho episodes. Lopez of it all
1: Oh, I don't know Nacho Libre No, honey Not Shit not, not Dory Libre. offered Nacho Libre. <laughs> Libre Do you know
0: Nacho Lopez? It's well, I know one
1: a, of the great names a I've nacho, ever seen a
0: Nacho I know Nacho uh, Who builds the Telecasters In Spain Anyway, go ahead
1: Anyway, he writes us a uh, theme song jingle for when Matt fixes canon and when Andy breaks it. Oh, Love okay. from Spain. And here it is. It
0: didn't make sense that Matt fixed it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the greatest it's jingle I've ever heard. greatest thing. And I can't wait to hear the Andy jingle.
6: It made perfect sense that Andy broke it. (laughs) Probably forever. Damn you, Andy.
1: (laughs) It was delightful. That's good. That one might be better. Really good work, Nacho. And I I wish you were in my life in Los Angeles, so I would have a friend I could call Nacho all the time. Nacho Banyos
0: is the name of the guy who builds uh, the Telecasters. Not that anyone. Do all the Nachos know each other? Probably that's my, that's my yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, they're like a, they're like, an like extended that. family. Oh, you know, like all the mats hang out.
1: I was wondering if re, if uh, Nacho is related to Rene Echeverria because, it's or is a that pretty, just it's a common name?
0: Yeah, Ish. There aren't that many Myers. No, that's a Spanish name, Mira. Anyway, there aren't as many as I'd like there to be. <laughs> well, oh yeah.
1: I guess you're you're working on trying to create more as hard as you can, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. Um Matt, that is uh, that is it for the
0: hails. Well, Andy, it's time for my favorite segment of the show.
1: Oh,
6: wait.
0: I blew it. What? Oh, you See, I don't think you I think you can close the hails and then say and if then you we wanna... can w- enter into Oh, you want to give the information? well I don't know where, where is it is it natural
1: it's natural before the we close the hail the hailing frequencies oh it's
0: natural at the very top of the podcast to get the business out of the I way feel as like quickly it's as possible slow. in less than a minute I feel like it'll slow everything down uh, but whatever the case, uh, if you would like to write are us. are we worried about whether or not what we're doing <laughs> will we, slow someone we, slow do something? Down. We don't
1: care at all. Or we care, but we have no control over broadcast. our own
0: stupidity. Um,
1: anyway, if you want to write the podcast, we're at sttncpod at gmail.com. If you want to send in a voice hail, uh, it is 816 Trek TNC. Um, also, if you want to throw anything in the United Federation of Planets President's
0: Circle donation box, if or that if is you want to save up for the Patreon, or you can do that too. The Patreon may be live by the time you're hearing this. I hope it is. It might not be. I don't know.
1: Whatever the case, it's uh, SDTNC pod uh, at Gmail also. And uh, as I mentioned previously, both our uh, Twitter feed and our just, just, just. Just mistake free, perfect Instagram feed is uh, at Star Trek Dancing. Guys, he drives me crazy. And he drives me crazy. Who? Who? <laughs> we need a theme for that.
0: Drive me crazy. Hoo, hoo. Who sings that?
1: Um, fine Young Cannibals.
0: God, you knew that too quickly. <laughs> I did. You knew that way too quickly. Andy, it's time to take a walk to the face group. The face
1: group. Do so we not have a the jingle group? No, we do group? we have a jingle. I just haven't downloaded it yet, but hang on one sec.
2: Oh I have my it ready. god. Here it is. Yeah. Computer. Access face group. Who photoshopped Andy with a cat? Who's that calling Matt a twat? <laughs> just take a look. <laughs> it's on Facebook. It's in our face group.
1: If you uh, do, you want people to come up with a new theme.
0: <laughs> I love that theme. Oh, it, right, like, it incorporates me being a twat. It incorporates you uh, and your cat, yeah. and uh, it also uh, has a, a little kiss of uh, Lavar with the reading rainbowness. Oh, that's, is it? Is that the reading rainbow theme? What's the reading rainbow? Oh, take a look. It's in a book.
1: Oh, I'm so dumb. I, I never.
0: I can do
1: anything. I knew how to read at uh, one-year-old,
0: so, you know, I didn't... Uh Sounds unlikely. <laughs> it is Your unlikely. eyes couldn't focus. <laughs> Your verbal speech <laughs> patterns weren't there yet. All right, Andy. I said we're recording Sins of the Father. I know, I know, but Andy has to go to the East Coast, so we're going to have to bank one. So, what would you like to know for the face group segment? I asked our private tight-knit group of face groupers. Uh, again, if you'd like to join, you can head over to Star Trek: The Next Conversation uh, on Facebook. It's our uh, it's a private group. All you have to do is answer the one question we ask, and if you answer it, you'll be allowed in, assuming you answer correctly. Okay, so do you want to know what's happening, Andy? I sure do. All right our uh, our leader extraordinaire over there, Rob. He asks a couple of decent questions. I thought I would roll out right now. What is each of your favorite drink? Andy, what's your favorite drink? Hmm. um I had a drink the other night
1: that uh, I would say is my favorite drink, which I think is a meat and potatoes martini at uh Laurie's. am I pronouncing that correctly Lowry's Lowry's I always get pronunciations wrong and it's uh it's a it's a Not Chopin
0: as as potato well you know we both have our our moments mine's aliens andy's is
1: real words
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh that's true <laughs>
1: uh, um It's a potato vodka uh, martini. Yeah. With olives. Uh huh. Get a load of this stuffed with prime rib and horseradish. And it sounds like it would be ridiculous and weird and not good. It's one of the most delightful drinks I've ever had. That is now your favorite drink, is that martini? Without question. (laughs) That's
0: amazing. It's got both food and. And vodka in it well that's why i like to drink a uh, a martini i also love a martini a dirty uh-huh. a dirty vodka martini with uh olives uh mostly you know due to my love of james bond and the fact that when i turned 21 i just was like i'm going to drink those so i do tend to drink a dirty vodka martini yours is not the vesper which you recommended to me when i was in seattle uh, the Vesper at that bar, at that uh,
1: hotel was very good. I had it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was amazing. I, I was. It's a gin martini, though, right?
0: It's gin, vodka, and oh, wine. Oh, that was
1: it. And I really didn't think I it's was just like, full I'm of, not going to
0: like this. It's, every, and it's it was, everything. And yeah. it felt like you were in a James Bond movie. It was uh, delightful. That one, uh, of course, is the... Um, one know. that is invented by Ian Fleming in the book Casino Royale. Uh-huh. Uh, hard drinking, Ian Fleming. Good times. Um, but uh, this is a uh, James Bonding question. Yes. You have one? But it's shaken, not stirred, right? Yeah. Aren't all martinis shaken? Uh, vodka martini. Some are stirred.
1: Isn't the natural thing for a bartender to, I guess I should have saved this for,
0: for my James Bonnie again,
1: but isn't it natural thing for, for uh, them to shake it up? Am I wrong about that?
0: Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I just assumed. <laughs> I, don't, I just, you know, anyway, uh, any plans for when we reach 2000 members of the Facebook group of the face group?
1: This is oh, our suggestion. This is a question now. From this is a Rob. question. Um, I feel like this is a question we should throw back at you guys. But um, hmm, what can we do? What can we do?
0: Uh, well, you know, someone is suggesting that uh, maybe we do something that involves uh, introducing a new segment to the show. like a permanent new segment. That's even reasonable. Uh, here's a here's a here's a question for the. Uh, Or here's a suggestion for a segment. Ready? What Hmm. would Worf do? Interesting. A segment called What Would Worf Do?
1: Yeah.
0: I like (laughs) that. How would Uh, Worf be
1: shot down? What suggestion of Worfs would be shot down (laughs) in this situation?
0: All of them. Uh, Rob Rob again asks, uh, Dory, do you have any classy, funny, sweet, smart, and age-appropriate ladies to introduce Andy to? (laughs) (laughs) she gave it a
1: long thought and then unlike Bo she ran off (laughs) and said no
0: (laughs) Uh, okay here's a question from Kyle who is the better Klingon is it Picard or Riker oh after this episode I would have to say uh, uh, Picard is I agree Uh, and then uh, Nick Who's the special guest this week, you guys? Oh, Nick Novak. Oh, my God. We don't have guests, Nick. You know that. <laughs> He's prodding you. I'm going to kick Nick. Everybody has their
1: point of stubbornness on this podcast. I would say that Matt has many more than I do.
0: I'm very particular. Sure. About how the podcast happens. I
1: understand. You know,
0: I I, just, I do it for them. That's the thing that they don't understand. Oh, they sure don't, and neither do I. <laughs> I feel like we've done a great job growing this fan base.
1: We have. We, we've grown this fan base in spite of, to of how annoying we
0: are. love and accept us. <laughs> and uh, to take us for uh, what we are, which is two very flawed humans talking about Star Trek.
3: That's standard defense.
0: <laughs> what happened? We played for standard defense. Did I make you sad, man? Yes. can <laughs> you yeah, make them sad. I don't believe it. Guys, I'm sad.
1: I don't believe it. Is there anything else from the face group? I mean, that's pretty much it. Uh, look, here's the deal. Can I ask you a question? Shouldn't this be in the hail segment? Shouldn't we close out hails after that? This isn't a hail. This is a, fa- this is a separate segment. But aren't we opening up some form of hail by, by opening to- by? I opening mean, up by to that, that token, we are in the Admirals Club, too.
0: You know, we're reading comments from people.
1: Well, no, the the Admirals Admirals Club Club is specifically the Admirals
0: Club. Well, I think that the face group is specifically the face group. So We have a jingle. So then should we go into a different room to read the face group? Oh, I thought we'd just do it in the hallway here.
1: Okay. I'm just offering. I
0: mean, if you're asking, I could probably find another room on the ship that we could have for the face group. I'm really sorry I did this (laughs) to you guys. Thanks for asking. All right, Andy. It's time to talk about... Sins of the Father. Sins of the Father. I have no idea what the time code is because we have made so many edits in this episode for a lot of different reasons. But my favorite reason being the most recent reason. Anyway, guys, Sins of the Father. It aired March 19th, 1990. Matt? Yeah?
1: That week, Black Velvet by Alana Miles. Oh, that's a good... uh,
0: I knew you weren't
3: weren't I don't know how he did this it's amazing
1: Um, that was uh, Broke Through on the U.S. Airwaves well again a dub Be Good to Me by Beats International featuring Lindy Laxton still held sway in the UK The Second World War by John Keegan was a bestseller in The Hunt for Red October led the box office for the third week um, lead singer Andrew Wood of alternative rock band. Want to oh, hear this? It is a great. Song. I really like the chorus here. It's pretty amazing. Um, Andrew Wood from alternative rock band Malfunction and Mother Love Bone died suddenly as a result of a heroin, a heroin overdose at the age of 24. Ooh, bummer. Um, both bands are recognized as progenitors of Seattle's grunge genre. Um, The largest art theft in U.S. history occurred in Boston, Mass, Matt. Approximately... Still unsolved, Andy. Is that true? Still unsolved. $200 million of paintings and a Shang (laughs) Dynasty vase were stolen from the
0: Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum. Uh, Dory and I know all about the Gardner Museum Uh, robbery. Still unsolved. That's crazy, isn't it? It Not so.
1: Uh, From her force... Former first lady of the Philippines Mel DeMarcos, was put on trial for charges of bribery and embe- bribery and embezzlement. I would take I would, take I would take Black Velvet down a little oh, bit. Fair enough. Oh yeah, this is the kind of thing that Matt does. But um, I do. What do you mean that I do? What, you know, by adjusting on the Why are, why computer. Are we, why are we The computer does.
3: <laughs> what do
1: you want for me. <laughs> Time Magazine's cover features featured Pete Baselacci and his catatonic daughter Christine, with caption "The right to... Oh God,
0: the right to die! What a downer! Let's get out of this." <laughs> That's like Terry Shivo, before Terry Schiavo.
1: Anyway, that week—that
0: week—glad we could cover that. <laughs>
1: Sorry, guys. There's Boy. a lot of bummers in that. Andy, race. you
0: are. You know what? It's good though, because <laughs> I feel like we're getting all bummers now in the news, and it's nice to know that they were even matched up. that there was bummers back then. Yeah, life was always terrible, guys. Uh, March nineteenth, nineteen ninety. By the way, this was this was just a mere twenty-seven years before the first post on the Instagram page for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and and. Uh... Uh, at least a year and away from Little that, did we know, 28 years <laughs> Twenty-eight years after this news week, uh, we'd have 15 posts. You guys are going to be so excited when we're all caught up, I promise. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> what do you mean they're going to be so excited? They're excited. Do you think anyone listening... No, I'm not going to ask that question. They're like, still listening? <laughs> sort of is what I was going to say, but like I was wondering if... Uh, yeah, forget it. I was wondering if... Doesn't matter what I wonder, really ladies and gentlemen. This is directed by it. Les Landau, teleplay by Ronald D. Moore and W. Reed Morgan, based Ronnie on a, Moore, based on a telebay, telebay. Oh, I'm pulling, an, pulling an Andy. Oh no. telebay. The telebay sounds like a great place you would go to watch a giant television. Head down to the telebay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm the theme for every time you're mean to me, Drew. Am I mean? I think so. Oh boy. I just want
1: people to know the reality here better, sir. Oh, I had an inappropriate thing
0: You had an inappropriate thing or an inappropriate thing? I don't thing? know, I'm going to save it now <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Guys, if you knew the amount of times that Andy was not here on Times You would find some of my craziness justified
6: I will learn to do better, sir
0: I had an appropriate sound cue. Uh, The Enterprise receives a Klingon exchange officer on board who turns out to be the younger brother of Worf. He never knew he had that younger brother. The officer, Kern, tells Worf their family name is about to be shamed. Their dead father, Moog, uh, has been branded a traitor behind the Romulan attack at Kittimer that killed thousands and left Worf and Kern orphans. With Picard's backing, Worf returns to challenge the accusations before the Klingon High Council, even though the penalty for an unsuccessful appeal, is death. Shortly after their arrival, however, Kern is attacked. It's 9.51 p.m. I have been up for a very long time. (laughs) Got some horrible news this morning, and yet we're doing the podcast. Worf had used his brother as his advocate before the council, so he asked Picard to replace him. Together, they locate Worf's childhood nurse, whose tale forces the revelation of the truth in a closed-door meeting with Aging Council Leader Kempek. It was the father of Doros, Worf's accuser, and not Moog, who was the traitor. Worf and Picard are stunned when told the truth if exposed. This would plunge the Klingon Empire into civil war. Kempek sadly prepares to carry out the death sentence until Worf, putting his people ahead of himself, agrees to drop the challenge. And be publicly branded an outcast and coward, and to live on for another day to clear his father's name. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's a beautiful story of Klingons. It is. Andy. Yes. When you see a Klingon episode, uh-huh. and like you watched the trailer for last week, and you're like, "Oh boy, it's a wharf episode." What are your What are your initial thoughts? I'm excited. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you know that a lot of the Klingon stuff... I mean, I think we've discussed this a little bit. It's Ron Moore. It's Ron Moore. Which is, I think... Uh, it just
1: shines for me. And I think the... I think the... Um, we got some real duds of episodes coming up, my friend. <laughs> Do we? I couldn't imagine what he was making a face. And I, I was just like, like, I don't know what's I going on. I was like, on. He oh, some, God. Dude, he got some coming. terrible news. No. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I really... I really like how Ronald Moore handles it it's very I don't know would I say it's Battlestar Galactica rebooty I think it is it's just very Captain's it's lock. dark Stop. and it's honor and it's I it just really I'm, I'm into the whole thing
0: you know I find it I find it uh, un, I don't know I, I, I try to be engaged by these Klingon stories and I find that I'm I can't I often find myself I don't know it's hard to put it in perspective of like it must be interesting not knowing where these Klingon stories end up I guess. Yeah. You're probably excited. I don't I don't I don't know what you more mean exactly. I am about these Klingons. I I I
1: don't know. Every step that they've taken to me is a step forward. They're they're really they're getting more sure-handed in their handling of the Klingons every every step of the way, and and Worf is sharpening up. And uh, I don't know. I like the the culture. I like the, the the aspects of conflict. Um, in this very episode, in terms of honor and and uh, you know other motivations.
0: Uh, follow-up question. Okay, is today a good day to die? I'm gonna go say no
5: today, today is
0: not
1: a good day to die
5: program we are taking aboard a next thursday return you? the recent visit of commander riker to the cruiser path. we must take care that while he's with us commander kern is accorded all the rights and responsibilities due to a first officer on board this ship if he should feel patronized in well, any I'm way sure we'd know one does not patronize a klingon warrior your experience on board the Pach will prove invaluable during the Commander's tour. Be sure the crew are prepared for any unusual orders. The
2: Klingons are very thorough. I'm sure Commander Kern has studied for his assignment, just as I did when I served with them. I understand he requested the Enterprise specifically.
0: We are a very fancy ship, sure. <laughs> um. I. How, this. What's wrong? These tracking shots that they keep doing. Like, it makes me wonder how long these corridors were on the set. I wonder if they were circular. Because it, like, sounds like, I mean, it doesn't sound like, it would have been awesome to visit this set. Oh, 100%. This you is like, walk, this walk is around. The, and... this is like my number one television set that I'd want to be on. I would say even on when I just happen to be
1: wandering around a lot and just stumble on a sci-fi set, I'm always just thrilled to pieces and become a child immediately. So if you could be on
0: this set, oh my gosh. Guys, I have cut through the Ray Donovan set once or twice, and it is not nearly as fun as you'd think.
1: No. (laughs) I think I might have been on one of the Law & Order sets, too.
0: What is this, What does not Sony have? One. Let's see. I've wandered through Silicon Valley. Fine. Nothing, yeah, but there's like, nothing like... Yeah, seems like a DMV. <laughs> yeah, the Future Man <laughs> stuff was cool. Oh, I didn't see it. But uh, you know where I've never been able to wander in because they keep it pretty airtight over there? No. The Shark Tank.
1: Oh, do you? are you into Shark Tank?
0: Who isn't into Shark Tank? Andy Secunda. Oh. Well. I wouldn't say that I'm not
1: into it. I just have never been hooked on it. Someday. It's going to happen for you. Which is strange based on the amount of Commander ideas I come up with for for products and companies.
0: Andy, you're always pitching a get-rich-quick scheme. I'm telling you, Matt. We're going to be millionaires. What if that, that was... Uh, oh, no, Andy. Is that why we're doing this podcast? It's this not going to work. This going to no. make us millionaires. No, it's a podcast about Star Trek. It can't possibly make us any income. Oh, boy. You're-
7: I am Kerr, Commander Rank Klingon Defense Force You will address me as Commander or Sir at all times I am fully aware of all Starfleet regulations And they will be strictly adhered to by all personnel while I am in command It is my intention to bring a sense of discipline that you may not be accustomed to. With your permission, of course, Captain.
5: Oh, by all means, Commander.
7: I have studied all of your Starfleet records. Impressive. We shall see if you live up to your reputations. Do you wish to speak, Acting Ensign Wesley Crusher?
1: So that is, uh. That is Tony Todd. So I was like, I know that guy's voice. Yeah. And it's Tony Todd, it's Candy Man. This is one of the great all all time, in my opinion, all time great guest Klingon performances. I think it's I think he's amazing in this. So I think far. his character for you, has an yes. arc. Oh yeah, I know yeah. I can't speak to the future, but the uh but uh, he has an arc. I think he's playing it all all swaggery and in their face and then and then you have the 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 moment when the truth is revealed and he's and he's more vulnerable and connected to Wharf. I think it's just great. And by the way, I directed Tony Todd in uh Candyman two. In Candyman two. Little a little known fact, I directed Candyman anyone? two.
0: Guys uh, I, we're in the presence of greatness here.
1: The change that I suggested is that
0: they only have to say Candyman
1: two and a half times in that movie. And uh, I was overruled And fired immediately
0: Well you know I think you, when you were Really hammering them To call the sequel Candyman also I thought <laughs> I thought that was your, Probably your worst move
1: um, I directed him In Game Shop With, uh, with some very uh, With fellow podcaster Jordan Morris And um, and Colton Dunn And uh, Barrack Hardley Which we all wrote together And then I directed it And it's on IGN.com Unless they've taken it down Maybe it's on YouTube. Whatever the case, there's one episode with Tony Todd, and he's hilarious in it. And uh, he was a delight to work with. Does he play a Klingon?
0: Why are no. you thinking about that? Why would that even... Why would he? I was thinking about it because
1: I was excited that a guy on Star Trek was a guy I actually worked All with. Right. Yeah. And I
0: mean, as you move through these seasons, you're I think you're going to find that you've maybe worked with more people in Star Trek than you realize.
1: I think that's true. We've already kind of stumbled upon a bunch of people in Goldbergs that were... Um, yeah, that were that I think I didn't realize, in, except in retrospect, were uh, were on the show.
0: I mean, I can't wait till we get to everyone's favorite guest star of Star Trek. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm talking about James Doohan. You've worked with Scotty, right? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh now I feel bad.
1: I never worked with Scotty. No. <laughs> uh.
0: Met him a couple times. Just really? At just at Star Trek conventions. Delightful. And, uh, is I he loved, good? I loved him dearly. Oh. oh, Scotty, where art thou? Anyway, weird move, I think, for Wesley to be leaning in and talking to the android who can hear just fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then, here's the thing, too. This is kind of amazing. This whole this whole like little tiny scene... Where everyone's coming to Riker to complain. Yeah. About this this rang so true of like every job you have when like there's like a new boss or something that's like, this guy's fucking crazy. You gotta come back. <laughs> you can't you can't leave us with him. Sure.
2: Mind if I join you? No, sir. Is there something wrong with us? Commander Kern, perhaps.
1: It's kind of leading the conversation. He just—he's not by as good way, as me,
0: is he? By the way, a weird move for Riker. Yeah, great power move, by the way. But like to, like, it should have been Wesley that came over to yeah. Riker. Right. Like, it's just such a weird move of him to go. May I sit down? Something wrong? You
1: just sat down.
0: <laughs> you just sat down. <laughs> Well,
1: you had to you had to get in the Riker chair, Sid.
6: <laughs> Seem to like me. I can't do anything right for him. Every time I respond to an order, he jumps down my throat. This
1: is how I feel I with don't
6: know what Matt. I'm
2: wrong. Problem, Jordy. Yes, sir. It's our new first officer.
0: This is how I feel about
1: him. I man. take
2: it he found something wrong with engineering. <laughs> Just the entire section. He pulled a surprise inspection in the middle of a maintenance cycle. I tried to explain it to him, but but he wouldn't listen we're all going to be doing double shifts down there just to get ready for the next inspection.
1: Then can we agree that I'm the best number one that ever was? The
2: style of command is just different. Klingons believe in obedience and a strict formality of command. Yeah, but this isn't a Klingon
4: vessel. He's going to have to loosen up, Commander. And it's not just us. He's been
2: leaning into everybody pretty hard. except, Except the one guy who wouldn't really mind it.
0: Uh... I love that they're like why isn't he mean to the Klingon? <laughs> and it's also like that would be like that would track with me. Like I'd be like, oh, of course he's not mean to the wharf. I
1: believe I have a I have a prior Andy's theory about this, but I think there is rampant Klingon racism in the
0: uh, Federation. In the Federation. I buy it. Yeah. I mean after that war that uh, Michael Burnham started. Oh, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Took me a second. (laughs) That was the correct eyebrow raise. (laughs)
7: Birds have been lying in the sun for quite some time.
0: What do you think of the food scene? I'm playing it
2: right now. I love the food
0: scene. I like the food scene.
2: It's not dead. It's been replicated. And you do understand that we cook most of our foods. (sighs) Yes.
5: I was told to prepare for that. I shall try some of your burned, replicated, bird meat. I've attempted to select a menu that will allow you to sample a variety of dishes, Commander.
7: Uh, try some caviar.
5: The order is not palatable. What is it? The unhatched eggs of a large, scaleless... Later, Data. A fish, Commander. A delicacy from the Caspian Sea on Earth. It's a favorite of mine our replicator has never done it justice but i managed to store a few cases for special occasions i, I am honored captain you do you know that's... that
0: everything that comes out of the replicator tastes like chicken no it's <laughs> <laughs> funny uh, is like the bad version of everything like when you like go I've to been a replicator about that. when you go to a replicator and you get like if i go to the replicator and go uh cheese pizza hot and like does it like just make elios like that's what it tastes like is like a microwaved shitty pizza from oh, like a roller rink oh my
1: god if that's the truth then any fantasy if that is the truth any fantasy i've ever had about going to live on the enterprise is, is it but it's like him
0: saying this like the replicator's never done it justice so i have cases shipped on board it's like oh i guess yeah then you want you want your real good food here and there and like like, if I go to the machine and I say, computer, uh, one... Uh, shake Shack Burger? One shake... No, you can't... I Maybe mean, you can say Shake Shack May one Shake Shack Burger. And out comes, like, a burger you would have gotten into your school cafeteria. Well, I mean,
1: this is what... This is my question is, can they duplicate it if you're specifying the brand? And if they can't... And I feel like... What what was Riker saying with the eggs? Was he
0: saying... Oh, to no. To reopen this no. eggs thing. That's... <laughs> The I Ask breaks. I guess Oh yeah That is what uh, Next week we could call, Next week We could try him now No it's late The guy's gotta sleep Alright next week We'll he's, ask him he's about prepping the He's prepping Okay He's got a He's got a big Orville to direct
1: Alright Okay Oh he said he couldn't He couldn't talk He's uh, He's rain checking Reasonable Um What was I gonna say
0: we're talking about oh
1: i was just i think there was something in that scene or one of the, there's definitely something that has been indicated like yeah but it's better if you get it if you grow it yourself or whatever that's an ongoing
0: theme right i mean it seems to be right and it's like i wonder but i if, don't understand why and but it's, it's like is it like every time you get like let's say you have a home cooked brownie right versus like a little debbie sealed in a plastic bag brownie yeah, you know, like the home cooked brownie though was going to be that's like that's super depressing if that's the case. And I will, I will also say, why would that be if that is so? Right. Well, we've also discussed its its nutritional value, right? Of everything being like optimized and not oh the horrible for com- you. the computers doing something to yeah. it, like taking out trans fat or something like that. Whatever it is, yeah. But
1: well, that that would make more sense because just other- <laughs> putting olestra into everything and
0: everyone <laughs> has anal leakage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the point I was going to make is. If it's really like, yeah, the computer just can't get it quite right, then why are they letting it transport them? Is it like Whoa. it's a it's a a semi accurate version of each of us that's
0: kind of a little blander? Does the enterprise replicator like if it were to be like I feel I wonder if you would like Uh, Chief O'Brien, join me in in my quarters. What is it? I want to reroute all of the memory cache storage of the replicator system through the transporter and the Heisenberg compensator.
1: Well, that seems like a strange thing to request, Well, I'd
0: like to do it because I think that the Heisenberg compensator, when coupled with the replicator, is going to produce a matter stream that is more accurate. Whatever
5: you say, a do. Okay, this is crazy.
0: <laughs> That's what he sounds like. Sir, right? could you leave and get me Chief O'Brien? Oh all right. I don't need you and the I'm
1: from the up the long ladder. <laughs> up... Of course you are.
0: Um He just put a flower on his plate. What a, dummy. I know. what a silly, dummy. what a silly man. I Are do... you adjusting to your new environment, Command? I like this line quite a bit. Mm-hmm. This is some good comedy. I find the
7: constraints a bit difficult to conform to. Just a short while ago I had to stop myself from killing Commander Riker. <laughs> <laughs> <It's
1: laughs> I amazing. believe
7: he was trying to communicate the crew's sense of discomfort with my style of command. Under normal circumstances, I would consider that a challenge to my authority.
5: One of the aims of the exchange program, Commander, is for us all to learn tolerance. As for my crew, it may be healthy to shake up the status quo occasionally.
2: The Commander certainly appears to have the crew on its toes, sir. And then some. No offense, sir.
7: None taken. I never killed anyone at the supper table, Mr. LaForge.
0: I wonder why, why not? not. Yeah. You're hungry. You don't want to kill. Yeah. You just want to eat. So is everything they eat live or recently live? I don't know. Like well, I find the not liking the caviar to be like a little suspect. I feel like they get into the That was a choice.
1: I wonder why it was caviar cuz caviar seems like it would be the right thing they rally. would like
0: oysters caviar
1: or is that the point that 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 Picard made a oh, sensitive choice but oh. he was just being a dick what's going on around? right
0: wrong? you're saying he was wrong. wrong oh maybe i move that they forgot and just made a caviar right they it's forgot the how fancy it is the fanciest of the dishes from earth it feels like a decision that some Richie rich writer <laughs> <laughs> would have been like
1: Food that people eat. Hey, how about caviar? Sure.
7: Enter.
6: <laughs> Permission to speak freely, sir. For oh, what purpose? I have questions I wish to pose.
7: Are your quarters so comfortable? they serve me
1: I like all this
7: This entire why don't you built
1: marry on. it then I would mm-hmm. being at ease.
7: if it would only go out with it that. is not the ship of a warrior not the ship of a Klingon then once he
0: ticks wharf off enough to throw a chair right
7: thinned in this environment i simply didn't want to hurt you so <laughs>
0: you're
7: that's Mev-yep. what we should say to each other is
0: <laughs> <Mev-yep.
7: Mev-yep.
3: laughs> not so thin
7: after all i am a klingon if you doubt it a demonstration can be arranged. That is the response of a Klingon. The response I would expect.
4: My older brother.
7: What?
0: Boom. Good act break. Of course. I love, by the
1: way, how quickly Worf accepts this. (laughs) I think this is the reason I was so happy with the Tony Todd performance, because usually in any sitcom or hour-long show, anytime you bring in uh, a a brother or father or anything, and uh, sometimes it's stunt casting, they just feel so ill-fitting and weird and don't feel like they're really related to that person. This guy felt totally like he was Worf's brother it it totally made sense both writing-wise and performance-wise to me.
0: I mean, it's like it's a nurture nature situation, right? Yeah. Where I am just my brain is like would they should they even be that similar cuz they were not raised together. Um
1: well, they were both invested in being Klingons and uh, <laughs> I think the distinctions in personality are uh are what Worf shows later in the episode, like sort of not allowing Kern to to reveal that he's the son because he's trying to protect him. Like probably a straight-out Klingon would have been like, yeah, absolutely, put yourself in harm's way.
6: So
0: Worf then goes to the captain yeah, uh, being like, look, captain, I got to get down there.
6: My father is accused of aiding and abetting the Romulan attack on the Kitamar outpost. The attack in which he himself was killed.
5: But why now,
6: after 20 years? I do not know, Captain. I will hear the evidence when I arrive. The charge has been made by Duras, the son of my father's greatest rival. Our family name will be disgraced for seven generations. It is my responsibility to clear his name or answer for his crimes.
0: I might be able to talk them down to six (laughs) generations.
6: But you must return with me, Captain. Answer for them. The family of a Klingon warrior is responsible for his actions and he is responsible for theirs. If I fail in my challenge, I will be executed.
5: Will you grant my leave, Captain? No. I understand correctly... A Starfleet officer, a respected member of my crew, could be accused of a capital crime. Your actions in this matter will reflect on this ship and on the Federation. Therefore, it seems only appropriate that your captain should be at your side while you make your challenge. Come on. I'm sure you would do no less for me.
1: How do you not love this, Matt? I mean, How is this? I do. Okay. Oh, wait. What is? I don't this? know. What you. I
0: feel like you're a little bit down on the on the
1: Klingoniness. of the whole episode,
0: and to me, that's another. Uh, no, no, it- no. I I wanted to like establish that I generally find Klingon episodes not as they're not as interesting to me. Don't uh, you in find a this? Manner. This there's a lot to love here. For instance, this scene. Yeah. I like when he fucking changed. I
7: did it. God damn it! I
0: swore. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. Well, this is just an explicit episode. Don't do it.
1: I don't know what to. Tell I know
0: you everyone at home is thinking. Now Matt swore. I can swear. Don't. It's not good. It just should... shows no command of the English language, mm. and it shows uh, tiredness. Um, the uh, you what you like about this episode? Well, I, this particular scene, I really enjoy. I like. I like a captain. I love whenever a captain in Star Trek. Has received information. Yeah, runs out of their ready room and changes course immediately. That's pretty great. I always like that scene, and this is one of those scenes. I will say this about this scene: um,
1: I have a question, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, which I've brought up before, which is why are there no lawyers on the Enterprise? Why does why does Picard have to go and fight this for? for Wharf, and uh, that question, um, I have to say, uh, Matt, led me to a theory.
2: Where are all the bathrooms at? Who let an android have a cat?
1: Is Data just pretending to be so dim? No one knows the answers. Least of all him It's and. My theory is that uh, lawyers, even in the future, represent the worst in humanity, and therefore they have been banned from serving on Federation vessels as crew. Well, how do you explain the measure of a man? Isn't isn't Riker his lawyer? Is in the prosecutor, and then um, who's the
0: defender? Picard. Picard. There you go. But it's like there's isn't there like a Jag officer there? Yeah, but she's brought in from the outside. She's not on a Federation vessel. Right. So you're saying all the JAG officers hang out on starbases? Yeah. I'm when waiting. there's
1: no logical reason, you got all waiting these civilians to, waiting to lawyer up. Exactly. You got all these because they probably have some kind of horrible, you know, uh, even in star, even in the Federation, some kind of horrible like. <laughs> Payment driven, money driven uh, motivations behind everything they're doing, so they're not on vessels. That you got all these civilians on the Enterprise D, you're telling me that none of them are a lawyer?
0: Maybe Picard was like very clear with Starfleet. Mm. And they were like, listen, I know you're going to try to saddle me with a bunch of lawyers. Sure. But one time there was a lawyer that came in and tried to take the Chateau Picard. Right, brand from my family, and I've always. And I swore I would never be around a lawyer again. There you go. Uh, Anyway, that's my theory.
4: Andy's theories are very interesting because
5: he's really smart.
0: Well, Andy, it's time for us to change course. Here we go.
5: Commander Kern sir, we're changing course. Set coordinates for the first city of the Klingon Imperial Empire.
0: I'm proud of you, brother. That's what he was saying with
1: his eyes. Yeah, he's smiling at him. He's excited. I got to tell you, at this point in the in the episode, I am just as excited as Kern is to go to the Klingon homeworld. And oh. it's and it, what what is it? What is it he says? First uh, Imperial City. First Imperial City. Sounds so promising.
6: I am Worf, son of Moog. I have come to challenge the lies that have been spoken of my father.
1: I love the design of the room. I love the design of the city, even though it's a—it's a clearly a map. I would love to have that map painting in my house somehow.
0: They sold it, I think. <gasps> At that auction, they did... Some years ago. Oh, no. Maybe like 10, 12 years ago. They got rid of a bunch of stuff at Paramount. It must have been. I think the
1: Okuda's cataloged it all. It must have been a fortune, though, right?
0: Uh, what do I remember? I think, I feel like the one of the Enterprise D models that they used to shoot went for like $700,000. Oh, well,
1: okay. That's all going to be price like range. Which I feel like
0: is worth it. <laughs> sure, uh, and the mat plant the mat painting of the Klingon Empire actually went for fourteen dollars. Andy, if you just oh, about the sale, I
1: missed the opportunity. If you had just oh, known about the well, sale, Secunda. see that's the other version of Secunda. <laughs>
6: I have not forsaken my heritage. I am Klingon.
5: My heart is of this world. My blood is as yours. Yet. You come to us wearing a child's uniform And you bring outsiders to our great hall I am here at my own request I am Captain Jean-Luc Picard of the Enterprise Your words mean nothing here Duras Let him speak Lieutenant Worf has served under my command with distinction He has earned my admiration and my respect It is my greatest wish ...that this council, in its wisdom, will clear his family name and return him to duty. The trust
4: of a commanding officer is admirable. The council has noted it.
5: Speak the accusation. For many turns, the truth about Kittimer hath lain dormant, unknown. Now the truth has been revealed. The traitor Mog sent the defense access codes to the Romulan patrol ships, allowing them to destroy the outpost.
0: Just like a Doros, you know. <laughs> Such a Doris. I don't. I, I find that. Uh, all right, look. Here is the deal. Okay. I love that. The, there is this scene, right? He comes in. He says, "I need. I am Warf, son of Mog." One of the one of the charges they rattle off the charges, and yeah. then uh, about a minute later. Yeah. Uh. They decide to
6: adjourn. <laughs> it is a good day to die, Doris. And the day is not yet over.
0: Do you love that?
4: In I do. We will return for the Mecba. The evidence will be presented. Papla.
0: Yeah. I just wish there was like we just cut to Picard and right going. What, what's a mechba? <laughs> Did you just say mechba? What is that? Now we got to look that up.
1: Does the, does the does the does the Klingon has it ever been addressed that the Klingon language frequently sounds Hebrew?
0: Uh, I don't know that's been specifically addressed. Every once in a while. There's so much guttural throat stuff in there. You know, the sound of the Klingon language is, uh, you know, who's very responsible for it? Who? James Doohan. Oh, right. Because he did a uh, book about it, right? No, he did the animated... uh, They needed a lot of Klingon happenings in the animated series. And James Doohan was doing a bunch of the voices for the Star Trek animated series. Uh Uh-huh. And, uh he was like, well, you know, he sort of came up with what he thought it should sound like, and then that became the Klingon language. Like, they sort of based it off of that. Wow. That's a huge contribution. Thank you. Not you. No, I thought you meant me. Not you. It's a huge contribution to this podcast. <laughs> um, There is a tr- tr- trivia section of it. That is, by the way, the dumbest part of Star Trek VI, the uh, uh, Undiscovered Country, is that, uh, that whole ship, no one knows Klingon in that ship. Up to and including the linguistics expert, Uhura. But Uhura doesn't know Klingon in that movie? <laughs> when they're flipping through the book, trying to answer them. Oh, that's dumb. It's insane. Uh... Um, The Klingon language, as spoken, was originally developed by UCLA dialectician Hartmut Schaeff, James Doohan, and John Paulville for Star Trek The Motion Picture. Doohan, who had expertise with various dialects, became involved in the development of the Klingon language after he had a discussion with Gene Roddenberry over lunch. Interesting. Weird, right? What's the matter? Do you want me to keep reading or no?
1: Uh, sure. Keep reading.
0: Do and remembered. Roddenberry didn't like what, uh, the dialectician created. I said, well, I'll do it for you after lunch. I was doing something close to Mongolian. (laughs) Interesting. Mongolian. Uh, when we switched from TV to the motion picture, we decided to make sure that the Klingons weren't speaking English, so now we asked our language expert, Hartman, to help us construct the Klingon language, whereas before he had given us just what we needed for the Vulcans. His Klingonese didn't sound alien enough. Hartman is Indian. Uh, Jimmy Dewan has always been good at this kind of making up this kind of dialects and languages, so he volunteered his services to help us.
1: I guess it also could be like... Celtic or I don't know, what is
0: ancient Scottish called? I mean it sounds very guttural and Germanic right. to me. Germanic rather. Well Germanic is very similar to Hebrew. So. You know what? It's not a romance language. We know that. <laughs> sure, isn't it? Oh, wait. What?
2: I scream, you scream, we all scream for Klingons entering Stovacore. Stovacore.
1: It was a very old Hell from Jason Quail, which has sat right in my uh on my board for, <laughs> for the whole time from almost since the beginning of the podcast. That's amazing. And I've never had an occasion to play. Well, now it.
0: buckle up because we have a Picard on a mission. Uh he now needs a lawyer. Yeah. So this is what he does when he goes back to the ship.
5: Mr Data. Find out everything you can about the destruction of the Kitama outpost. Cross-reference with Romulan tactics and strategic information on the region, and request access to the Klingon Central Information Net. Computer, presentation overview of Klingon custom and law pertaining to familial accountability.
2: Accessing.
5: In my ready room.
0: There you go. I mean, he's just going for it. I love it. Uh, love it. so and this is the way.
1: This is what when they when they're meshing, you know, uh, modern day procedural uh, stuff Uh, the way that our friend Mr. Hurley might have done this is how it should be done
0: it's totally organic ooh I love this I'm gonna read this graphic for you all okay Uh, search parameters Federation starship closest to Kittimer at the time of Romulan attack on stardate 23859.7 USS Intrepid NCC 38907 commanding officer Captain Drew Deegan distance to Kittimer outpost at first sensor contact 42.7 light hours that's great I love this detail What's the matter? What do you need? I
1: need a power thing.
0: Uh, do, you I'm a bat- your, do you have your battery? I mean, do you have your power no, cord I don't with have you? It. We also yeah. don't have that. You don't.
1: What, uh, yeah, we did last time, didn't we?
0: Did we? No, I thought you right. had yours. Well, it's about to go down, guys. So, well, Andy, what kind of things do you think you'll need that for? I will need
1: the uh, sounds, which I guess we can just do without, and I will need my. Notes, which I will email to myself now.
3: Yeah,
0: email those. Close it, your computer, and then you'll have enough juice for when we have to do the ending sound cues. Okay. No, you don't like. No, that seems sad. Well, I don't. You like. seem really sad. I don't like not having. You know, my here's the problem: open. we take two, three hours of fucking podcasts.
1: So of course.
0: God, I swore again, Andy. You
1: really? You're on. You're.
0: You're just. You're a filthy mouth today. You're a potty mouth. <laughs> I'm a filthy mouth. Potty mouth. <laughs> Uh, Look, my point is Great graphic I assume it was uh, Mike Okuda Thumbs up, buddy
2: Contact Starfleet Request all logs of the Intrepid Riker to Dr. Crusher Crusher here I want you to look over the medical records From all the rescue vessels that responded to the Kitamar massacre See if there's any information in the aftermath That might help us Understood
0: dr crusher wesley crusher wesley how do i do that <laughs> can you come down here uh so uh he gets in a fight well he gets ambushed Worf's brother mm-hmm. in a in a hallway that has no exit point point. and then uh beverly crusher it's just this is the first time she's ever seen a stab wound ready here we go okay
7: What kind of a weapon makes a vicious wound like that?
1: (laughs) Not Uh, a doctor. A (laughs) knife. (laughs) Are you
6: asking me about a knife? (laughs) The ceremonial weapon of an assassin.
7: Fortunately, his metabolic recovery is phenomenal. He will be all right.
6: It does not matter. We should have let him die. This is a weird <laughs> stance. Now that Duras knows his bloodlines, we will both be executed.
7: You sound like you've already lost, Worf.
5: I've read the script. Commander, Spoiler I've rather. discovered the basis of the charges against Worf's father. Apparently, the Klingons recently captured a
2: Romulan ship with logs that provided new information on the Kitomer attack. They clearly indicate a transmission from the outpost to the Romulan ship moments before the shields went down. From Worf's father? They do correspond to Moog's personal security code. How can we be sure those records haven't been falsified? Well, we can cross-check them against the Intrepid's sensor logs. I will try. But the Intrepid was at the edge of sensor range during the attack, and we cannot be certain if the scan was complete. Looks like a pretty good match-up data. Both the Intrepid and the Romulan logs show a series of distress signals from Kitamer. What happened there? Those are gaps in the Intrepid's logs, missing information due to the range. That is where Moog's alleged transmission should be. Right in the middle of the gap? Wait a second, Data. Back up. Just before the Intrepid's gap begins, the time base on both files are in perfect sync. But look. Look at what happens to the signal after the shields are dropped. They are no longer synchronous. Commander, somebody's been rewriting history.
1: I like that as a procedural element. It's really just that's the kind of hybrid procedural TNG kind of stuff I like to see. I thought it was really smart the way they handled this. You don't
0: like I it? no, I do I like this I like the investigation. I like what I mean, what don't I like? It's interesting.
1: Um Overall, just so I can get on the same page with you here. Was your feeling because you set up with your your preface statement that that you don't dig Klingon episodes? What was your? I mean, we're going to find out what your Andy's rating is later. But what was your? Were you enjoying this? Were you kind of like? Eh. I was
0: enjoying. It's hard to say because here's how I was watching this episode. Mm-hmm. I was watching this episode as someone who knows this storyline, okay. And I really, legitimately, was watching this, going like. How the f- how are they going to wrap this up? Mm-hmm. I know this story wraps up. How are they going to do this in this span of time? Yeah, and then they're twenty two minutes in, and then they're on the Klingon homeworld, and I'm like, this doesn't make. Is this a two parter? Do I forget that Sins of the Father is a two parter? Right. Should I call Andy and be like, we have to watch the second one? Right. Um, is that how we're doing two parters? No. Okay. Yes. yes. No, no we're not no. We should do it like everybody else yeah. did. That's why we're going to do best of both worlds and then take three full months off. <laughs> Prepare for that, just guys. like everyone in the world had to. <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. Um, but uh, I find the whole thing of like uh, the, the the repetitive uh, Klingon um, idea of honor, the, repeti- the 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 Klingon honor code, mm-hmm. which. Is like specific and not specific, and it suits the story, and it doesn't suit the story. It's like I hear you we that can it's... kill you, but uh, you know what's actually worse is if you just leave. Uh, oh, you know what? Uh, just go away. Go back to the Federation. That's fine. Uh, it's like, and I get that, like that sort of thing is coming from the duplicitous side, the Duras uh, uh, and the High Council. The ra- you're saying the resolution at the end. No, I'm not not the resolution at the end doesn't even bother me that much. It's just a sort of like false um, pretense of the Klingon honor code, the undefined, the as yet undefined Klingon honor code. Well, I kind of feel like, and I know, guess we're watching it d- be defined.
1: I will tie it again to uh, to um, Hebrew or perhaps more accurately Judaism, um, that in in the Talmud, they're constantly Talmudic scholars are constantly debating the meaning. And uh, and the interpretation of the laws and guidelines and everything. Oh, bully
0: guys, huh? Here he comes. <laughs> oh, We're sorry. all invited to his bar mitzvah. <laughs> Whoa. Took an anti-Semitic turn in this oh podcast. Oh, my God, this guy.
1: Ugh. <laughs> Guys, if uh, you didn't know, I'm Jewish. So if we're losing a couple of listeners on that, and I'm, I'm sorry. We have to keep that secret. They can't know. I understand. Um, Andy no! <laughs> wouldn't that be? If we just took a horrible downward spike. They're in, okay uh, with Spock, not you. I understand. I've Got to tell you, I think the the all w- weren't all of them Jewish. Oh, Shatner, of course. Shatner, and 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 uh, and Nimoy were definitely of Jewish. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway. Um, uh Le, I but Levar, my point Levar is, is is Jewish. <laughs> is he? Oh, no, I don't know. Whoopee.
0: Yeah. Goldberg. No, she's not Jewish. You don't know.
1: Um whatever the case, uh my point is uh I feel like in this episode the thing that I like uh, although I accept that there's certain things like, well, how come they aren't clinging to honor? Um although I feel like it's called out by Worf. is just like I couldn't even believe I was talking to a Klingon when he yeah. when he acts in such a, a dishonorable way. But there's reasons. It's justified. It's like for the sake of the Empire as a whole, there's like these large things that raise the issues that the the ideal is this level of honor, and that's what Worf tries to to acquit himself by, but life gets complicated, so I really appreciate the discussion of it. That's what makes this
0: an interesting episode okay? to me. Yeah. I don't... I don't think you're wrong for really enjoying yourself with this episode. There's a, I, and like I, a lot, th- a lot of there's it, a lot of great
1: moments. A this. lot of it's obviously must be driven from uh, Samurai too, um, with the Klingons. Oh and boy, here we go. And then <laughs> so let me just talk about my my goes. ancient Japanese I don't know roots. If now. you know
0: this, but <laughs> Andy really likes Kurosawa. Uh, I love Kurosawa.
1: Anyway, the uh, the uh, you know in all the. In Kurosawa, it's it's always sort of debating what honor is. And, and and even if you're a samurai, have it come from a samurai world, then what is honor in a modern day world? And
0: Part of your
1: world. That's how he always gets me to move on from a topic.
0: <laughs> I just have to do a little earworm <laughs> from a Disney song. Yeah. And Andy moves on. You jump in.
5: I do not pretend to fully understand the nuances of your world's law and culture, Lieutenant. But I do understand when someone is trying to hide something. Kempek urged me to drop my challenge.
6: Abandon my family honor. It
5: was impossible to believe I was hearing a Klingon speak. Obviously, they did not expect and never wanted this challenge. You're getting close to something, Lieutenant. Something they care a great deal about protecting. If it is true,
6: it is not just Doris, but the High Council itself that is my enemy. Captain.
0: Request permission to bring a torpedo. <laughs> Wait, Worf, what? I mean, you're going to carry
1: can- a torpedo down there? <laughs> your joke kind of points out it's really interesting how sharp Worf is in this episode uh, compared to just his usual stance of you know kind of
0: you know I, I just feel like he understands how klingons operate klingon yeah, stuff like yeah, more than anything else yeah i guess that's true
6: i must choose another chart teach i would like your permission to ask one of the crew this is great But well, of course lieutenant choose whom you wish then i would ask you to stand with me you may refuse with no dishonor
5: thank you lieutenant I appreciate the gesture, but I know that there are stronger and younger men from whom to choose. I can think of no one I would
6: rather have at my side.
5: This this just made my heart swell. Jilajnish. I'm sorry?
0: Klingon is a made-up language, so I appreciate your attempts to make something up. Also, uh, what is this MPEC thing we're going back for? What was MPEC? (laughs) It was there. They had to recess. Then they had to go to the MPEC. Sure. Then after the MPEC, they had to bring, I don't know.
1: It's like a siesta. Uh, I love this scene.
0: Are we each other's, are are you my chadich, Matt? Am I your chadich? Or am I your chadich? Which one of us is more likely to be charged with a crime? Me. By the Klingon Hell
6: Council. (laughs) Then I will be your chadich. All right, thanks. Not even a trap set for my chadich by a coward.
3: Duras!
0: Duras, you just blew the lid off this whole thing by lunging forward and having (laughs) me yell your name in the Klingon fucking chamber. I did it again, I swore. But it's like, this is crazy to me. I mean, mean,
1: uh, you know, I just, uh, I didn't mean to jump. I mean, that had nothing. I was was angry about something else. Duras, I did not want you
0: to slip right there. Well, he was. They just cleaned the chamber. Yeah. Good point. Uh, man, like, I'm playing this just so everyone can hear this scene, and I think this scene is a little crazy. Just this jump in logic. Let's hear it. Disengage.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, don't tune out yet, guys.
6: My <laughs> challenge will proceed. No threats, no treachery will stop it. Not even a trap set for my Tadich by a coward.
4: Duras! Well, not your lies!
6: i son of a traitor! Keep your place, Picard! This is my place. He is now my Tadich.
5: This is not your world, human. You do not command here. I'm not here to command. Then you must be ready to fight. Something... Starfleet does not teach you. You may test that assumption at your convenience.
1: How do you not love this, Matt? I do love
0: that. Oh, that's the that's the coolest he's ever been. Look at how cool he is. Except for, except, for, except for this, where he can't figure out where to put his knife that he's supposed oh, to he have by is. his side so to like better walk better. Uh, and, and hold it to his side. It. And
1: over here.
0: Is this, <laughs> this? Is this where it goes? This is like Beverly's gonna. Going to- Beverly's gonna run in and be like. Did you know (laughs) that I'm supposed to make people feel better?
7: (laughs) So then he pulls out this pointy thing. Worf was not the only survivor of the Kittimer Massacre.
2: Another child.
7: No, a Klingon woman was found with Worf.
2: Did she? Lest. Who was she?
7: I don't know, but the report said she was severely injured, was transferred to Starbase 24 for treatment.
0: And of course, I assumed that she was dead when I first read this, because anyone who's injured and transferred to Starfleet Medical dies, right? I mean, uh, that's what
1: that's happened it's... my experience.
2: Anyway,
7: that was when she was separated from Worf, and after her recovery, she returned home.
5: You know,
2: handsome, you breaks later. She's still alive. Data, scan the Klingon Central Net, see if there's any record of her.
5: The Romulans lowered the outpost shields themselves. They were given the defense access code. The record clearly shows the Romulan patrol ship receiving a personal transmission from Mog seconds before the shields well, fell. Now he's got a sash, yeah.
0: Oh yeah, they gave Picard right, a nice sash. It's a weird it's thin, thin one, one, though. Ixnay on the Icard pay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy, Picard. We found something that's really going to humiliate those Klingons. i <laughs> <Chadeesh. laughs> I'm sorry. <sighs> Then he walks away.
5: <laughs> the Kitimer commander noted in his log that Moog had been acting suspiciously. Go ahead, number one.
2: we located another survivor of the Kitimer massacre, a woman who was found with Worf. Her name is Kayla.
0: Should I say this louder? <laughs> I know you're in the chamber. <laughs> that usually is very echoey.
5: Another witness testified that Moog... Do you hate those Klingons as much as you said the they Romulans, do? You do? Their culture, their women... Mog Our, uh, betrayed us, and four thousand Klingons died on Kitamar. For what? Only the son of Mog survived. Get back. Then we have a short recess.
1: Oh boy,
0: sure.
5: Len-ma.
0: <laughs> Lenmat. Lenmat. <laughs> what is this? I love how quickly Doras turns around and like it's like recess, and then. <laughs> they must have it's so weird there must be a ball game on <laughs>
5: like, oh thank god have you heard of a woman called Kaylest? she was my Kajmak my nurse then it's possible she was an eyewitness to your father's activities on Kitama but she died in the attack no she survived she's living in the old quarter I'm going to find her
6: it is too dangerous you must not go alone
5: hey I'm your child ich. Hey
0: he should have been like, "Hey man, hey, brah. I me a Cha Nice. <laughs> he should have been like, "But I'm still chief of security, and my duty is to keep the captain protected." He's
1: definitely ignoring that I mean, it's just Yeah, like, he actually made the worst move as chief of security he possibly could have saying, "I would like you to be the person who comes down to the planet with me and possibly dies.": Also
0: she's my nurse. Uh, should be dead. You should find her." <laughs> uh, I do like the detail. I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna give up to uh, Ron Moore.
0: Just good old uh, Ronnie Moore. Or do you know that for a fact? I don't. It's
1: um, so just haphazardly. But I'm assuming it's the kind of thing that he would detail you put in that Kayless
0: is the Kayless female name of Kayless. Yeah. yeah, and Fling it's a nice
1: touch because Kayless the unforgettable is uh, in the Savage Curtain in uh, TOS in the original series. Yeah, he's the. Uh, oh, am I telling this to you? Anyway, <laughs> uh, I was really. I mean, I
0: guess tell it to the. I really that are also watching this.
1: I really enjoyed that. He's you the know, progenitor. He's like the original. He's the. Yeah. Like the first Klingon or the.
0: Uh, he's essentially Klingon Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had a. <laughs> Klingon Jesus is a great name for a band. I had a t-shirt <laughs> uh, for years uh, that said it was K-Less. And yeah. it just said K-Less is my co-pilot. Oh. And it was done in the same design as the Jesus is my co-pilot shirt. Oh, that's great! And uh, I wore it uh, often. Sure, it's a great shirt. That's a great shirt. You know what I want,
7: Watcher, I know,
5: and you also know that Wolf's life is a stake.
7: I cannot help. I am dead. A you a
5: mean long that metaphorically? Were you with Worf's father just before the attack on Kittim?
6: No. My life ended on Kittim. I served a proud family. A strong house. All that is gone.
5: Worf is not gone. The family you serve needs you again.
7: I cannot help.
5: Was his father a traitor?
7: No!
6: Mog was loyal to the Emperor. Mog suspected someone of plotting with the Romulans and followed them to Kitama. Uh,
0: so, you know, there's a fight. Worf gets his life saved by uh... Worf gets Picard gets his life saved by Worf's nurse. Very exciting things happen. Ugh, so great! He's being a badass.
1: He's fighting them off. And I was at first I was going to be like, "And eh, this is going to be this is this is stretching the bounds of reality." He can fight off two young full throttle Klingons, and uh, and they they maneuver around it because he almost dies, and then Kalist
0: saves him. Full throttle Klingons. That's another great band name. <laughs>
5: I bring an eyewitness to the Ketoma Massacre. One who has new evidence, Kimpek,
0: You guys. <laughs> what
3: Landmark. is it? You?
5: Uh, <laughs> Wait, we can't have another break. <laughs> you know, old woman, do not answer. It is the rules of the Makba that evidence be presented in open council. She will die before she gives evidence. Be silent, Doras. <laughs> But you kill an old woman to cover your dishonor? Yes. It is your dishonor we are protecting here. Isn't it, Duras? I have no reluctance to kill you, human. Are you prepared to hear her evidence in open counsel? Obviously,
4: we would not. Gilles, you can go on now. It is good to see you again.
1: Were you gonna say something, Andy? I was looking up uh, Thelma Lee, who plays Kalis. Uh huh. She's been in, uh, you know, the the classic uh, Jake and the Fat Man, Doogie Hauser. She was the rich lady in They Live. But uh, one of the ones that stood out to me, which unfortunately I can't play the clip, but I think I'm gonna do a fairly a fairly accurate rendition of, is in the King of Comedy. Have you seen it? Yeah. Um, Robert De Niro in uh, New York. Um, uh, She plays uh, the woman in the telephone booth who tries to get Jerry Lewis to talk to her son. And then he says no. And as he's walking away, she goes,
0: you should only get cancer. I hope you get cancer. (laughs) Well, I have a tiny fix for this joke about uh, to happen here. Ready? Are you ready? Okay. Okay. It is
4: good to see you again. You are still fat, Kim Peck. Nice.
1: (laughs) I gotta say this. Um, I I asked you to leave. I can't play anything for it, but uh, um, I believe, uh, first of all, the Klingons, uh, I think it's pretty clear, are fat shamers. Oh, Totally. Without question, it was just strange how many fat Klingons there are. And also, I think I had a prior theory... That Worf has body dysmorphia. I'm not sure what the reasoning was. You have a prior
0: theory about Worf having. I body think there dysmorphia. was an Andy's
1: theory about Andy about him uh, having body dysmorphia. You
0: know, when we uh, when we release, we're in talks. Uh, mm. When we release the Star Trek: The Next Conversation Companion book, <laughs> yeah. that will actually list all of Andy's theories, <laughs> uh, episode by episode. Yeah. Uh, I think we're gonna have to take a look at this. Body uh, dysmorphia I mean, one that makes no sense. It doesn't
1: make. make any sense to me as but I say I can't it. I, wait just to, I can't remember. wait to
0: sort of remember what the context of that is. I really wonder. But whatever the case, uh, oh yeah, if you can,
1: if anybody, if anybody wants to start a list and put it up, I have no memory of what any of the theories are. So, um, <laughs> so that would be. We shouldn't have people to helpful. do that. I don't know if you, if it's of interest to you. I wouldn't think that they would have done any of the wonderful things that they've sent us thus far, art or sound cues. So. Anyway, Andy's theories are very interesting because he's very smart. I don't have to... I can't answer. hear the
4: sound. <laughs> you did not hear my words. And now it's come to this. It's come down to this. Why did you judge my father guilty when you knew he was not? Someone had to be blamed. The warriors who captured the Romulan ship had learned of the treachery. But only the Council knew whose security code had been transmitted. Gerard. Father. us, This, Habidar, should have been fed to the dogs! That is His family amazing. <laughs> is powerful. If the truth were known, it would shatter the Council. Most certainly plunge us into civil war.
0: Because they got that sweet, sweet cash. Yeah. Dollar, I mean, dollar, dollar bills,
4: yo. Crazy. Why? We're in the Starfleet. We did not expect you to challenge the judgment. Nor-
0: There's 4,000 Klingons that died, right? Yeah. They pick the one other living person. That, like that's the crazy thing about this episode. This is where the episode falls apart for me. Oh, that they could have picked a different scapegoat. Yeah, it's like you chose. You deliberately chose Moog.
3: Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm.
1: wouldn't. But wasn't that because there was some reason why he like he ha, he had sent a uh, distress call or something, and so they were just bending what it was, or he had sent out some kind of hail. Is that explicitly said? I don't remember that at all. I thought that was that was part of the reasoning. No, it there
4: was another son of Mo.
1: He was definitely a person of importance on the planet.
0: Yeah, but there's four thousand Klingons there, including a Doras okay. and a Moog. That seems thin. So then you're telling me that you can't find one other dum dum? Uh huh. Unless you're telling unless okay, unless you're telling me that there's only two people with security codes. Right. Wait, but then throw a line of dialogue in there. I'll
1: buy it. I agree with you, but I do wonder if there was something in there that was that indicated that he was that it it was because he had sent the hail and they were just changing maybe we missed
0: it. I don't believe that's the case,
5: Andy. You might be right. War's challenge is successful, the honor of his family must be restored.
3: You do
4: not understand. No, you do not understand. His challenge was defeated before he ever made it. You will not be allowed to present this evidence. The judgment stands. You will be condemned. So will your brother. There is no other way now.
5: You admit the truth and yet expect him to accept punishment? What does this say of an empire who holds honor so dear? The empire will not be destroyed. All one Families. Unacceptable, Kampak! You have no say in this chardich! I speak now as the captain of the USS Enterprise and Lieutenant Wolf's commanding officer. You will not execute a member of my crew, nor will I turn his brother over to you. This is not the Federation, Picard. If you
4: defy an order of the High Council, the alliance with the Federation would fall
5: dust. What
1: do we know his voice from? It was very familiar. I don't know.
0: Oh, I thought you would have done one of your... I'm going to look up this character oh, oh, actor oh. on IMDb situations. Well, I did. but One my, of your classic Andys. You know, a lot of my computers... My computer's a lot down. of your computers? But like, most of my computer is down. <laughs> A.K.A. all of my computer is down. <laughs>
1: so you're Andy, to has, uh,
0: Andy takes uh, six, seven computers with him every time. <laughs> and all of them are down.
5: Yeah, it's, it's important of the Federation is not based on lies Kempok protect your secrets if you must but you will not sacrifice these men I will die for the Empire Lieutenant the Chinese will be silent
3: that's
1: awesome is that like the only time he's snapped back at
6: Bracard no I love it Only you need know his
5: true bloodline Not acceptable His honor would demand revenge
6: If you allow him to live I will give you something that will serve your purpose far more than my death $40 I will accept (laughs) Discommodation
5: That could work. You would do this in open council.
1: This surprised me. That what? That they that they would resolve it this way. That I thought that they they for sure were going to reclaim his father's honor,
0: and I I kind of really like this. I wonder if it was a situation where they were like trying to wrap this up in the writers room, and they're like. We just can't. Like, I mean, what if we just. Basically, kick it down the. Literally, kick, the kick can it down, down kick the road. Kick it down the road.
1: Which is a writing term for pushing an issue further. Um, I it don't see any this- uh, voice thing uh, for this this gentleman whose name is uh, Charles Cooper. I do remember him from Star Trek V when he was also a Klingon.
0: Oh, well, there it is. Oh, okay. That's where I'm remembering his voice from.
1: He played Cord. And that he was also in Crime Story. He was in Remington Steel, Riptide, Clues, Hardcastle and McCormick.
0: Just we have all been the getting favorites. a lot of Hardcastle and McCormick stars lately.
1: Maybe we should do last <laughs> week's Admiral. Should a
0: bonus? <laughs> last week's Admiral was Hard McCormick and Hard. What did I almost call it? Hard McCormick and Schmick. Hardcastle and McCormick. Have you?
1: Have you seen? Did you say you had never seen an episode? No. And you've never seen an episode of Simon and Simon.
0: No, I've seen Simon and Simon. I was just trying to remember if they were brothers both named Simon or if they just were partners (laughs) named Simon. (laughs) I know
1: nothing about it. But maybe that should be a bonus podcast as we watch a single episode of Hardcastle and McCormick. Whatever people say is the best
0: episode. I don't hate that. (laughs) Okay. I think we should take an interactive uh, sort of with our bonus episodes on the Patreon. We should sort of like you and I should just talk about we should decide it's going to be one of these three things and they get to vote.
1: I, uh... Uh, Matt will probably dispute this, but I feel like we will have our Here voting he goes. Here he goes. voting for what we should put on the bonus podcast on the Patreon page. Is yeah, it no, that's, our, that's oh, correct. Okay. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, man. Finally. It's been a long road, but uh, I knew I would be <laughs> I'd be right in Matt's eyes someday. Dwarf.
6: <laughs> so be it.
3: Your heart
6: is clean, man. Hers is not It will be done
0: My heart
4: is What has been said here Will never be
6: spoken of Again You Are the son of a traitor
1: Love it Smacks him Just backhands him And what's he gonna do He's right I am ready this is why I love the honor thing
7: why is he doing this
1: sacrifices his public honor because that is the honorable thing to do and yes I agree with you they do some backflips to get it there but I love that I love that well because we associate honor with how you are seen in society and this illustrates that there's a higher honor which is, you know, the the choices you make for the greater, the for the for the greater whole, for the greater society, for the good of the many. That for might the good be of the many outweigh the good of the one. I don't know what you are talking about. <laughs> Oops, I just Wait, accidentally, why, accidentally, why accidentally w- poured salt oh, now on. you have to table. throw it over your shoulder.
0: I, any shoulder? I think or, it's over the opposite shoulder, right? It didn't go so this way. There you go. Hey, everything's coming up Andy now. I was
5: prepared to die. So. Wolf wants you to live. The name of your father must someday be cleared. He needs you alive with your honor intact. But to do this... There will be another day, Commander. I will say Candyman five times. Do not forget what he does here today. Candyman also. Do not let your children forget.
0: Yes, I will have some.
1: Oh, good thinking. I should get on some children. I've been so distracted. It's hard to date, you know, when you're a Klingon on the Klingon homeworld. And I've been struggling with weight issues.
2: What
6: was that?
1: This isn't invented here, is it? Is this the seems, first time we see seems, this. Seems to be right. Oh, the crossing of the chest and the turning around—very similar to Jews ripping their clothing when you. a uh, when they are turning their back on a loved one that loved one is dead to them. As in the Neil Diamond movie, The Jazz Singer.
0: Let's bounce. We're out of here. And they just end it with them walking out of the chamber. No back on the Enterprise, laughing about uh, Wesley's antics, or setting course to Starbase fourteen. It's no, just just a, a dark ending. Walk out of here with no honor, but with all the honor, but with no honor, with no public honor. Right, but the private honor is worthless. <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong, Matt. You're overlooking the overall theme. No, the private honor is uh, What's the point? No one knows about it. I can't but wait. The public to, dishonor. <laughs> everyone knows about. I can't wait to irritate
1: Ronnie Moore as much as I irritate uh, Jonathan Frakes.
0: He's
1: just gonna be upstairs from us. You're assuming that pop we in. can
0: somehow finagle this phone call
1: to him. To no I wonder. Oh, I'm just saying we'll bother him in real life because he'll be up a floor from us.
0: Right. Well, we'll just we'll have to stay near the elevator. Yeah. Hey, hey. where are you going? Oh, uh, Star Trek, huh? That's cool. Yeah, going to the. Uh, anyway, Andy. Now you should fire up your computer because we have to hear the sound effect for the Andes.
1: I got I got some bad news for you, Matt. I tried totally to do dead. it before, and it's
0: uh, it's totally dead. It's dead. <laughs> Oh so. no. I don't I don't even know what to do here cuz I don't even have this. I don't have the Andes.
1: We got to do the MVC first anyway, buddy.
0: Uh Hang on. I think I'm going to have it. All right. MVC. Oh,
1: you know what? I probably have it. it's going to take too long. This is what it is. <laughs> it's uh It's uh which which one to do? I I remember the Dave Matthews one cuz that's the the Hang on. Bonus. Andy in the fastness oh, of space nice. when the going gets you have rough, rough. That? oh you, you found it <laughs> you showed the right stuff you managed to
2: not hold the ship to smithereens that's why you're this week's
0: MVC sweet why do you have that it was forwarded to me by Star Trek The Next Conversation well, that's me That was back in February of 2017, a month before the first post went up on that Instagram page. Must
1: have been something we were doing.
0: Um, I think it was your early excitement that people were sending sounds to us. MVC.
1: Um, Hmm. Well, the ship is not in danger. You could say that the the Federation, you could say that the Alliance is in danger. So by extension, the ship is in danger. So... um, so I guess I would say I would say that we have to focus on on Wharf and who helps Wharf the most. Yeah. And the easy answer is Picard, but let's just think about it for a second because a lot of people had a hand in getting the information. So is there one person that gets more so much information about what happened on Kittimer that uh, is it Kittimer? Like the Kittimer Accords? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Kittimer Outpost. So, uh, I don't know. Does anybody do anything more than Picard? We're just
0: giving it to Picard. I mean, it seems like, really, this will destabilize the entire Federation. You could say that Worf, it's Worf.
3: is...
1: I,
0: I I I don't know why you don't think it's Worf.
1: Well, because I was saying that Picard was so... Um, Instrumental And protecting Worf It's the
0: crew That you know The crew snaps to it Yeah And they come to the aid of Worf Yeah But it is Worf In the end Who solves the problem Yeah he protects both By foolishly (laughs) Accepting this dishonor publicly While having honor In that tiny room (laughs) Do you know how much That's gonna hurt him In the dating world (laughs) Um, Yeah I'm with you It's Worf There you go We gave it to Worf Worf uh, needed he needed a boost that Wharf. He had not had an MVC in a full season.
1: The
0: Andes. Or some other method of ranking. Okay. We're, we're working, working on, on it. it. <laughs> uh, uh, we're so in right now. <laughs> <laughs> We really are each other's chadich, um, Andy. It's time to give this some Andes on a scale of zero to ten. Andes, look, we've come on this episode and a lot. A
1: lot of there's a lot of up and down on this. There's uh down there's and back. back and forth. Um, I've accepted some of your critiques of it. Some of them I've disputed. Okay, yeah, of course. But I'll tell you something, Matt. Yeah. From start to finish, I love the hell out of this episode. They had me at the beginning to the end and I would only take off a little bit because you're right that there are some uh, plot things where it's just like all right, that's a little convenient and stuff like that but I just loved it I love all the Klingon uh, stuff I love I love the the characterization of Picard this episode what a badass he is and uh, and I love the development of the Klingons and I love the brother character I'm giving
0: this nine nine Andes it's a lot of Andes uh you know, sins of the Father. Here here's here are my thoughts on this episode. Okay. Uh it's very linear storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um there is no great danger to the ship or anyone on board except for Wharf. But dangerous to the uh, the alliance well, the very the Empire. But I mean ultimately it could be the most dangerous episode. Mm-hmm. Um But it is so much Klingon, so much honor, so much dishonor, so much die, so much accept, so much house of, so much, it's so much Klingon stuff that I have to, taking all of this into consideration. Just as me, and again, these are not like, for everyone who's wondering, this is not us saying this episode is better than this episode but this is is how much each of us are enjoying the episode uh-huh. you know I, this is again my test on all of these is how much of this am I going to watch right when i'm flipping through the channels yeah and i would watch all of it you would watch all of it and i would stick around i mean it depends on which cool part captain picard has coming up well this is what i'm saying there's so many of them so i would give this a 5.5 wow. Andes. that is low it is low and i it's a fa- I think it's a fault of my own. Well, we're not know. finding more. Oh, you don't
1: have to. You don't have to worry in this episode. Look, either it hits you or it doesn't hit you. You don't have to defend your. Uh, I mean,
0: look, I, either it's it, not your job to try hits, to like it. Either it hits me in the chat each, or it hits me <laughs> in the lempec. <laughs> it's true, you know. Um, there you and have a, it. Great job, everybody! Next week's episode uh, is the uh, what is it called? The uh, uh, Allegiance Alliance Allegiance, I think. Uh, season three, episode eighteen, uh, and I have to type this in for the trailer because you know we're down to one computer. There's so many computers, and I would have to type this in anyway. But tech issues, would be racing around. Like Here it like is, ladies and gentlemen. Right this is the season three, episode eighteen trailer. Allegiance, thank you to TrekCore for uploading it. If you don't like trailers because you feel like they spoil things, now is the time to turn it off. Here we go.
4: Next
2: time on Star Trek The Next Generation, Captain Picard is secretly kidnapped and replaced by an alien imposter. That's not the captain I know.
5: While the real captain is trapped with savage prisoners. (laughs) We are not the enemy.
2: The imposter is mm-hmm. leading the Some ship into bad I You are tell endangering you this ship for no reason. On Star Trek, the next generation.
1: I can tell you the little <laughs> one snippet of that creature. Corner. Next time. Is
0: hilarious. Is that a Noskian? <laughs> I think that's a Noskian. Oh, yeah. It probably is a Nosican. Um Yeah, so... I don't know It's a uh, What do I think of it's that episode a pre- Classic re- evil twin episode My pre-thoughts on that episode I think there I think I like some things about it I don't hate that episode In my memory I'm mm. curious to see where we land on that I feel like that looks Like it
1: might be a bad one That is my evaluation I know that somebody wanted me To sort of say What I think the episode's Going to be about But I feel like these trailers Usually say what I would think So I don't know right. If that's that interesting <laughs>
0: Well, Andy, I think we did it once again. Uh, everybody out there, if you want to go look for our Patreon page, it might be up. It might not be up. We don't know. But when it's up, it's going to be cool, baby.
1: We hope it's satisfying for you. Uh,
0: and we hope to give you at least a one bonus episode of, of this podcast per month. The end. I'll be us out now. All right.
3: Disengage.